Good evening, Nation. Welcome once again to another episode of Rogue Nation. I guess we're on episode 26. Yeah. Uh, tonight, we got the whole crew back again. We got uh, Kevin Tudor. Yo, welcome back. We got uh, Heel Hunter Joe. I don't clean rooms. <laughs> you don't clean rooms because you're not a Disney maid. There you go. Uh, we got Just George back I'm, again. I'm back, baby. Back from the trenches. And of course, your host, me, the big man, Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi. <laughs> so excited. Uh, I think Justin would be the manager to a hot Disney maid. What? I don't even. I don't even know where I'm trying going. to sneak it in as much as I. Can. You, 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 like if you say it, it, you don't sneak it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like booting it in there. <laughs> All right, Mean Girls. I won't try and make fetch happen. Hey, on Wednesday we wear pink. I don't. Oh. <laughs> We're recording on a Wednesday, and everyone's wearing pink. Believe it or not, you're the only one drinking pink Lacroix. Yeah. Welcome everyone to the last episode <laughs> of Revenation. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we start the Mean Girls podcast. Did you guys miss me? Uh, tonight? No. Tonight? <laughs> I like so, it. So, of course we missed you, Joe. George? No, I almost <laughs> called you Joe. Hey, bro. You got Joe on the mic. So tonight, uh, there are a lot of Funko news that we, we can talk about, but we're not going to. We're going to yeah. wait because it's just a lot and we don't want to get into it tonight. But uh, just know that New York Comic Con is coming up, and they are releasing a Ooh. ton of pops. The when is that? October? Yeah. Damn. First week of October. Mm-hmm. Next week. Yeah. Oh, okay, week. so we'll get into it. We'll next get week. next week. Yeah. yeah well, it's, it's the next. It's well, next week they were reveal we, more. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they re- 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 yeah they revealed everything already. Okay. So we know it's coming, but it's just a lot to get into tonight. Okay. So well, we can do a preview next week because it's the night before. Yeah. 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 We'll just we'll and do then like it's a it's Friday. Oh, Ooh, really? Triple, triple for his triple. Isn't that like a bad movie? Um, so, the last like last week, as, <laughs> as I promised last week, we are going to talk a little bit about um, the Disney upgrades that are coming to the, the theme parks. Um, one of the main things that was revealed at D23 is that Epcot is getting a huge overhaul. It's going to be upgraded and made into something more modern, which... Depending on where you stand on that park, it either is a travesty or it's been greatly needed. I've always really enjoyed that park because I always thought that park is stuck in the 80s. <laughs> so I was because that's that's the feel whenever yeah. you walked in there. It was just like I'm back in the 80s again. But they're going to upgrade most of the stuff in the future world part of that park, and they're going to rename a lot of the the areas mm-hmm. too. So you're not it's not just future world. They're going to have avenues. So. Cool. You're going to have where the land and uh, uh, seas with Nemo and everything like that. That's all going to be like uh, Discovery Area, I think it's called. Yeah. The futuristic one? Yeah. As long as you still have that ride, that Mission to Mars ride that spins you around, G-Force thing. I love Jeez. that ride. You like that ride? I've read, I wrote Mission it. Space? Mission Space. That's no, no, no. No, not Mission Space. Yeah, it's the that's what Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Mission Space. I wrote it, I think, five times in a row one time. I'm sorry. You really don't get motion sickness. No, I get zero motion sickness. Oh, my God. So, the, I'm the opposite. The side, yeah. Me I, too. With yeah. simulators, especially now. It used to be the opposite. It used to be regular roller coasters I get sick on. Simulators, no no problem. It's flipped for me now. I ride Star I ride Star Tours. I get off. I have to stand next to a garbage for five minutes because I'm like, oh, I can't. Yes. I can't. And I'm really worried about the the Millennium Falcon ride because mm. it's like I really want to ride it, but it's a simulator. Yeah, right? yeah. I hear that one moves around it. Yeah. So the the 
the park is going to be broken into four uh, neighborhoods, and then you're going to have uh, World Celebrations going to be the main drag where sp- uh, Spaceship Earth is, and then behind Spaceship Earth, you still have the Pin Trader, but then behind that, where the fountain used to be, that's going to be gone. They're already, they're already in the process of removing that, and then they're going to put in, I think you're going to put a smaller fountain in there, right. but that whole side is where Club Cool and the Starbucks was. That's all getting torn down. Really? Yeah, and they're going to put like... Um, I think that's where the Moana ride is going to go. The, the Journey of Water is somewhere over I actually there. like the, the the Cola Club. Uh, There's yeah, and, and uh, I don't. I know that you know the Starbucks is coming back. They've yeah, already said the Starbucks. Yeah, is coming yeah. back. I don't know about Club Cool though. I haven't heard if that's going to come back. I actually like it. I've never done that. You never done Club Cool. You go in there and you can, you can have free soda, all the free soda you want, but it's from around the world. Right. So oh. they had like Mezzo Mix, which was like an orange flavored the Coca-Cola. They had uh, a Coca-Cola. Yeah, they had like a watermelon flavored from Japan. Wow. And then, of course, the most notorious, which was the Beverly from Italy, Ugh. which was an aperitif. So it was supposed to it was supposed to cleanse the palate in between meals. It tasted nasty. Yeah, it was wretched. But people swore by it. Like every time they talked about getting rid of it, they were like a huge protest would arise. People would be like, "You can't get rid of that." Everybody, you know, it's part of the thing. Mean culture. And you're right, and exactly to George's mean culture point. Like people in there would tell first timers, "Oh, you gotta try that. Yeah, right. You gotta that try used the to be the joke. Was, Just uh, as a, right as like a if joke. we were to take you, that would be the first thing you would. You gotta try this, man. It's I mean, you can tell me it's horrible. I'd probably still try it. Just. For the you know, I mean, it happened to me the first time I went in there. Somebody was like, "You gotta try this." I'm like, okay, yeah. oh, for the lols, the lols. Yeah, my my favorite was uh, besides the melon one, which was Japan, right? I, think. I loved um, the the kiwi one. Yes, yeah, oh, which was Brazil. I think that was Brazil. Yeah, the mezzo well, mix. I think was I Africa. Know, that was my favorite one. Well, I would actually go back and have well, more of that. Well, it was all. I mean, they gave you like little cups. Yeah, yeah. it was all you could, you could just sit. You could stood there all day. Just, yeah, yeah, but who's gonna want to do it? You want to go to the world? There's so many people in there dropping soda. The floor was permanently yeah, sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No matter how many times they mopped it, it was just it was always sticky. That reminds me of when I went to the Museum of, of Coca Cola. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the world of Coke. The yeah. world of Coke. Yeah, it's like there are certain areas where it's like, yeah, this floor is yeah, it's doing job stuff. See, and I thought like they opened up the world. They opened up a similar Coca Cola store at Disney Springs, and I thought that's what it was gonna be like, like the world of Coke. It's not. It's just. Giant yeah, but store. the top floor is sticky too. Yeah, but yeah, the top floor is the bar, <laughs> and you have to pay for it. Yeah. Right. At the world of Coke, once the, you're done with the tour, you get all the soda you want to drink, and it's from all over the world. Well, you do pay for the tour, so I guess. Uh, right. But still, I mean, you, you get you get the tour. The tour is what you're paying for. You know? Yeah, the tour is great. Right? And kind of, who do we call for that? Those Disney course. mates. No, no. Disney no. mates, man. You say who you're gonna call, and my brain is pre-programmed to well, say those. Well, I think in that case, like the Disney janitors. So then the side with the land and Disney Sea, uh, the seas with Nemo is going to be called uh, the World Nature, which is that's going to be that neighborhood. And then the side with the Guardian, the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which is supposed to be a reverse roller coaster. It's supposed to start in reverse. And spin. And spin. Um, And then Spaceship Earth and Test Track (laughs) and the Space Restaurant are all going to be a discovery. Plus they're redoing – the living with the land pavilion. They're going to make that now something right. as well. So that Discovery Avenue area is going to be basically throw up alley. Kinda, well, yeah. yeah. It's all thrill over there. It's all thrill. <laughs> that sounds. They rough. threw out two billion dollars. 
just for Epcot. So that's not. Nice. And they're, they're and they're hinting at that they low. haven't told us everything right, yet. Exactly. That there's, there's still more to right, come right. because in the World Showcase you still have the the Remy ride in France. Right. They're redoing the Chinese the China Circle Vision and the the uh, Canada Circle Vision, and right. there's talk that they're going to add a new pavilion. Right. So they have Brazil. Supposedly cool. Brazil. Cool. But America's getting a new barbecue restaurant. Yeah, where the, where the... With a fast... With fuck, a, with a, yes. Yeah. Quick service? That shitty Where all the service. flags are? Yeah, the right. shitty quick... Yeah, where all the flags are? Yeah. And just burgers and fries. Yeah. Did you see the new monorail that we're getting? Monorail! The new... No. The new monorails? So they... Some, some, in Tokyo, they're already up. So this is the new monorail. Oh, sweet. All right. With right. the windows cool. and everything? Yeah. With the Mickey Mouse-eared right. uh, windows? Well, you've seen that they're uh, you've seen that they've they're basically wrapping they're they're wrapping like every bus now right. with um, characters. Yeah, and then the um, what's it called the 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 Skyway, the Skyliner uh-huh. it opens on the 29th. Finally, and they're already doing. It's already open. No, no, it opens officially on the 29th. Okay. They're doing pass. They're do, not pass. Um, Wait, employee oh, rides. Because there's a bunch of videos on YouTube. Oh yeah, they're all employees. Okay. So there, there is one I read where it pretty much confirmed what I thought was if you're moving, there's a nice breeze right. and everything like that. But if you're stationary, yeah, you get it. ready to fucking sweat, you feel it. especially in this heat. So Jesus. I'm just like, I just, that, that to me was just like, unless it's fucking 50 degrees outside, I ain't riding this yeah. When is it 50 degrees here? Exactly. Never. There's about two days in December and one in February. About two hours here. <laughs> and it's like morning for like five seconds. Right. There's, there's a layer of fog as well. Yeah. Uh, w- uh, Spaceship Earth is going to get another overhaul. It's yes, going to be re- it's going to be not rethemed. They're going to change the theming a little, yeah. and then obviously it's probably going to get a new narrator. That so, well, I mean, who they've had Walter Cronkite, they've had Jeremy Irons, and now Judy Dench. They had somebody in the middle there. I can't remember. So just interesting to see who they pick. They probably Benedict Cumberbatch or somebody, hey. somebody with a deep, deep voice. Um. Now, now for some bad news when it comes to theme parks. Ooh. If you live in Florida, we are not getting this. But in California, <laughs> everything you just said, huh? everything no, you just said, no, 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 no. Oh, well, I was like, well, Epcot's only Epcot. Epcot's Epcot. only here. Yeah, I know. I said now for some bad news, and if you live in Florida, you're not going to get what I'm about to say. But if you live in California and Euro Disney, and I believe uh, in some of the uh, Tokyo, like um, Shanghai Disney, I know for sure. They're getting uh, Marvel rides, and in fact, uh, the God Dis- damn it. the the Disney Disneyland itself. It, well, it's going to be a California adventure. They're getting a whole Marvel land, and they're going to have a whole ride based around Spider Man. That reminds me of some other Spider Man ride that exists nearby mm-hmm. Disney. Not at Disney though. Not at Disney. Not nearby. At Disney. Yeah, they're 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 in Florida. They're crippled by the the Universal contract. As long as they can't do, but see that's the thing, they can do Marvel characters. They just can't do the Marvel characters that they've been contracted to. Yeah, um, which includes the X Men, the Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom, Hulk, Spider Man. Well, because cool. they're all, those, yeah, all they're all. But like Guardians of the Galaxy, they can get away with because nobody cool. cared about the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Doctor Strange too. He's a, he's gonna be in Hollywood Studios. Makes sense. Do a, oh okay. Oh, that'd be cool. I like that. I like you, Hollywood. You know what they probably could do? Captain Marvel, yeah. uh, Eternals. If that's a big hit, uh, is Black Panther in? That's movie? actually a good one. That's actually that another really good one. one. Yeah, I mean, he's essentially especially our in, like in Epcot. In Epcot, since there's like uh, like showcases oh, for Africa, have a Wakanda area. Yes, 
That would be neat if they did that, like in what, like oh, like the outpost, like the outpost area. That's nothing. You just make that like a Wakanda consulate. Yeah, that would be because you wouldn't have to change anything. You wouldn't have to change much. Let's put it that way. Genius. I'm that submitting so cool. this right now. Submitting Hello. it right now. Hello, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Iger. So no, no, no. We're not the Disney maids. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe that. just spit out his drink. Just <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be mopping. No. So um, just because of our accents. There's a whole bunch of Marvel information coming to different Disney parks, but unfortunately, Florida is not going to get it because of the contract with, yeah, uh, with Universal Studios. But hopefully, something happens in the future. Contract breaks. Maybe Disney stops carrying. I don't know. Maybe something will happen. They write a blank check to Universal. Here, shut up. Yeah, but then they'd have to tear down a whole side of their park that's yeah. probably a money maker, yeah. money maker for them. Well, but then again, they could just rebuild it as a part of Harry Potter. So, I mean, it exactly. really doesn't matter. Um, or Lord of the Rings. Or Lord, what, what just saying, they have, they have a few things they could they could throw in there. Exactly, Universal. Yeah, yeah, they have a few properties. I I would have loved as like that kind of fan because I am a horror fan. It would have been cool if they had a whole area to dedicate to just their monsters. They did it one time. They, it didn't right, do they very did. well. Right. And they oh. it and, but at Universal, they had like a whole right. area for the the Universal monsters. The thing is that nowadays, the kids who actually like that grew up and can go pay for those things. Well, that's it's funny you bring that up because that actually leads into the next part of this conversation, which is the the rumors that Galaxy's Edge's attendance is very low, and one of the reasons, or not very, I shouldn't say very low, but are not are not as high as Disney was expecting. Yeah. And one of the reasonings is that Star Wars is just not as popular as it was with kids nowadays. It's not like you and me, you know, where we grew up on it, it was like that's that's our religion. Kids nowadays have kind of are don't care. I think also that's like, crazy because I we you know George and I see you know the because we're big on like cons and we like seeing like people cosplay stuff. There are a ton of families and kids dressing up as Ray, Kylo Ren, Paul Dameron. You get me? Like you're you seeing it. It's yeah. a ticket price as well. Disney admission is not exactly. Well, yeah, Disney cheap. is slowly Disney is slowly pricing out their their huge their their base. Yeah. Because every, every year the price goes up. Yeah. I, I have a bet with my wife. Price goes up, parking goes up, and now you yeah. have to pay for parking at Disney Resorts. Yes. That's uh, new. Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm staying. 15, really 15 bucks to park at a Disney Resort. And that's just at a, a, a value. At a moderate, it's more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those prices can always go up, up, in a way. But me and my wife have a bet that parking is going to be $100 within our lifetime. Oh. And here's the thing: if you get preferred parking now, it's sixty, right now. So is your bet for preferred parking or regular parking? I didn't specify. Ah, I just said parking. Yeah, I could see the next twenty years parking being hundred bucks. <laughs> just imagine oh. you're paying a hundred dollars to park and then spend three hundred dollars to get into a park, a park that when it opened was ten bucks to get in, and then you had to buy ticket books. Dude, stuff. big yikes! That, that's the thing with you know. People going and making things more popular. A lot of people going to places. It's just they need to have less people there. How do you have less people go? You could make it more expensive. Make it more expensive. Yeah. But see, the problem is what they're doing is they're pricing out the middle class, right. yeah. and then only the upper, you know, the upper class is able to go. Or someone who saves for a couple of years. Yeah, but think about yeah. it this way: you save for four years to go to a park for four days, <laughs> or. You go someplace else, and you can stay for a week, two weeks, three weeks. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, you could take a week-long cruise with the money you take for four days at a Disney. Exactly. Yeah. And here's the thing. And it's not just – I mean, 
we're just talking about admission. We're not even talking about yeah, food, food right. lodging. Yeah, I mean, I mean, even if you stay, if you stay around, you can find a good deal staying around Disney. That's that's still possible, but food wise, especially with Disney's whole encompassing wanting you to stay on property. There is, you know, there's the McDonald's by one of the the value resorts. That's I, it. I mean, I've never spent actually. Less than, that might even still be there. I don't even know. Wow, I've never I've spent always, less than like fifteen bucks at a Disney park for food for like a single um, meal. It's always like, oh, a single meal. No, yeah, I've, I have easily. Yeah, it's fifteen. It's like fifteen bucks a person. Like, you want a burger? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's eight dollars for oh. a burger, and then you got to pay for the drink, which you don't get any refills for. And then you got to pay for fries. And then, yeah, you got to pay for ketchup. Well, no. That's what it feels like sometimes. Sometimes it does. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing, you're not far off. It might be coming. You know, it's like all these con you gotta you gotta put the quarter in the condiment bath. Yeah. You know? Oh man, oh that'd be hilarious. So my theory, along with my fiance, so let me not take all the credit, it was more hers and I added to it. Both of our theories is that uh, that everyone has the same mindset of oh it's packed, I'll wait. Yeah. But since everyone is thinking that. No, the the attendance is not meeting to, to right, what right, Justin right. said, Disney's expectations. But you've also got the amount, the huge amount of people that are around Disney that are pass holders right. that aren't going as mm-hmm. well. Well, remember, people are waiting for the 50th, too. That is true. Next year. Yeah. What's the 50th? 50th uh, anniversary, Magic, Magic Kingdom. 50th anniversary. Oh, okay. What's the big deal? Usually, Why not just go now to Galaxy's Edge? Because yeah. during milestone years, Disney right. does a whole bunch of expensive, yeah, exclusive is, perks yeah. and stuff during their milestone years. Okay. And special collector's items. Mm-hmm. A lot of collectors I don't know, because I'm thinking of, like, not even that much outside of our friend's yeah. circle of, you know, hardcore Star Wars fans. No one I know personally has gone. Yeah. Maybe one co-worker, uh, George uh, Chris, has gone. And he went to Disneyland one, not even the one here in the same state. An interesting thing that you bring up Disneyland. Remember, when Disneyland first opened with Galaxy's Edge, they had limits on how much time you could be there. Mm-hmm. You had to reserve space. It was a complicated mess, and I think that might have put people lot, off on it. A yeah. lot of people, a lot, a lot of people have been saying the same thing too. They've been getting there, going, "This is it," because there's only one ride. Yeah, it's one ride, a yeah. couple of stands, and then December. Well, that's yeah. I'm not one of those people. I'm just saying a lot of people are going and you know seeing uh-huh. Millennium Falcon and going, "Oh, that's the only ride." Yeah. And then they go, well, what else is there to do? Well, you could do the lightsaber thing. Well, that costs $200. Right. Or, or, or you could do I, the droid thing. Well, that costs. I understand because it's like, it's like uh, group expectation. You expect, because everyone dubs it Star Wars Land. No one is calling it, uh, I guess, the layman guys. Mm-hmm. No one is calling it Galaxy's Edge. Everyone's like, it's Alpers, uh, right. They're calling it Star Wars Land. So they're expecting a land, a, land, a big-ass layout like Marvel and Universal, Harry Potter and also Universal, like big layouts carved into the park, but they're not expecting that. It's literally to what George just said. It's just an outpost. It's right. maybe three or four standing spots or sit-down spots, I mean. This- the Millennium Falcon in the center, and then there's like a, a live action show. Yeah. And it's what Justin's saying. People are like, that's it? Well, and it's like, yeah, you literally could do the whole thing in... 20? And no, like maybe three or four hours. And you've done the whole corner. And there's videos, there's YouTube oh, videos right. that does the whole thing in under did, two hours. Did you hear what they, they said this week? Mm-hmm. They have space allocated to expand. Oh, yeah. Where? In Disneyland or here? No, in Disney here. World? No, they, they don't. No land they got no yeah. land at Disney. No, yeah, this doesn't have here anything. They do. yeah. Disney World. But also remember, the, the, the Star Cruiser Hotel is supposed to be... It's already, uh, it's already supposed up. To, 
well, no, supposed, but it's, a, a it's part awesome. of that because right. you're supposed to be walking. You're supposed to be able to land supposedly because right. the whole. Have you heard the thing about the Star Cruiser Hotel? I actually have not. Okay, so they they announced a long time ago that part of the Disney Star Wars expansion is they're going to have a Star Wars themed hotel. Right. Oh, okay. As it got closer, they started saying stuff. It's total immersion. You're, right. Once you get there, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be in that world. Everything like that. And we were all speculating how they're going to do that. Well, at D23, they announced it. The hotel is going to be themed like a Star Cruiser, like a cruise. Like a cruise. Okay. Except you're on a Star Cruiser. Right. It's You can only stay two days at a time. So you can't book a week at this hotel. Right. You exactly. can only stay two days no, at a time. Two days, three days. Okay, something like that. Right, right. They three give days. you a set amount of time. Right. But right. as soon as you're there... It's like being on a cruise. You're right. fully immersed. And then right. you have your days at sea. And then you have your days at, which would be days in space. But then you have your day where you dock at Galaxy's Edge. Right. And you walk Batu. And you, like Batu, right? Right. Yeah. 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 You, 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 got, you dock at Batu one day and you go and you do the things in Batu. It's just like being on a cruise. Right. That sounds good. And they said they're going to cosplay like Kylo Ren's going to come in and take over the starship. Like you'll yeah, they'll have little events. Right, but there'll be in. things to do on right. in the sh- on the ship right. that'll be reflective of Star Wars. So you'll have your they'll Jedi be- training class. Right. Yeah. You'll have stuff like things like that. Today. The Stormtrooper missing target you're, classes. You're Grimsel's on the band, so when you're in Disneyland. The, oh, yeah, it's, it's all connected. Right. The people will refer to you as either a scum or Jedi Master or, oh, you suck. Or you're, and then the, the thing or, was, like, once you got into uh, Galaxy's Edge, you could you could be photographed, and then you could your face could end up on a, on a wanted right. poster somewhere right, in there and stuff, and you could have a bounty on your head. Right. And because they've got people dressed up as, you know, people living on this uh, uh, outpost – there could be a bounty on your head, and you could be approached by a bounty hunter and be a part of the show. Yeah. So and see, and for and for, for not a better word, for nerds like us, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. And then we hype it up, and then the laymen are just like they go see it, and they're just like, "This is kind of basic." But and here's the but thing. But not only that, even for us, is the price. Well, well that, and the other thing is too, of all the things that have been hyped, of all the things that have been hyped, it, these little tiny things have not been hyped. It's always been it's Star Wars. Come see Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Come see Star Wars. And but if you were to start telling people about these little tiny things that are part of this world, maybe more people are like, "Well, I got to go see that." You know, I know when I hear about something interesting at a park that I've never seen before, I make it a point that next yeah. time I go, I go look at that right. thing. You know, yeah, it's true. To know to, to Justin's point, it's true. They haven't really marketed the whole thing of like you, I got this edge. It came out, and I knew nothing of what was in there. So that's why, like uh, I told George, I spent the whole day at work. Well, working, but on the yeah. side, uh, on the side, <laughs> watching YouTube videos of, <laughs> of right of streamers and at Galaxy's Edge, just so I could get a, a feel for what is it, what was even in there, because Disney gave nothing. There was no details of it. Yeah, really, it's kind of been radio silence. It's just kind of been like, come look at our giant Millennium Falcon, which right. okay, I do want to look at, but I'd like to know more. More, right? You know, maybe if they spend some time. Going well, they, you know, had some people go and start writing for the blogs. You know, hey, there's these other things that are going to happen. Right. Maybe more and more people. Would. Yeah, people just very focused on its quote unquote Star Wars land. I think. I think at the end of the day, I think that's what Disney was kind of hoping for was that you would just put slap Star Wars on something and the fucking hordes would come out of the woodwork. Right. And now more and more people are like, look, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I gotta, I gotta get something. I gotta get a return. You know, right. I, gotta, I gotta know what I'm getting into. I, I mean, yeah, I'd rather wait until. 
the hotel opens up and yeah. then just do it all as one big package. Because I, I know what they're, they're thinking. Well, Star Wars Weekends was always such a big hit for us. It was free. It was with park admission. Yeah. You know? And that was back when park admission was $75 to get in, $85 to get in. Now it's $109 to get into a fucking park. I got lucky. I bought tickets a year ago. Uh, special deal, two passes. I think it was like 85 90 bucks each. But I have to use them within three years. I haven't used them yet, but... It's coming around the time. That's so actually right. lucky. But, yeah. and, the thing, and, and the thing with Star Wars Weekends is the Star Wars Weekends always had exclusive merchandise. Always mm-hmm. just for that weekend. Yeah. So more reason for the nerds to come out. Exactly. The nerds but they have exclusive merchandise. But it's every week, though. That's it's true. not just, I mean, true, with the Star Wars Weekends, you had four weeks and you could had four weeks to get that exclusive merchandise and it was gone. I think that they just didn't make the correlation between exclusivity, like, you know, how limited like, things are. I'm starting to get a little worried. Because, well, I mean, obviously it's not going anywhere for years, but I'm afraid that they're going to start changing things that I've heard about that I want to see. Like, I want to go and get as many of those legacy lightsabers as I could possibly get my hands on. Yeah, those but are I'm hoping, but I, I, at this point, I need to get in there and at least get the ones that I want the most. If I don't get any others, I'm fine, but I need to get in there and at least get the ones I want the most. You got to go Richard of the Jedi. I want some I want uh, Ahsoka Tano's doubles. Uh, Ahsoka's, and I also want um, Asajj. The double Asajj. Wait, who's Asajj? Asajj Ventress? Ventress. I was thinking, I was like, it's a Ventress? Because she was always named Ventress, so I I always assumed that was her first name. Obi-Wan's check. So, that is uh, Theme Park Minute. That's it. <laughs> Which took 25 minutes. 25. That's not bad. Uh, so moving on. Well, it's true. We, we postponed it, yeah, we talking about it, and then all what happens, the news just kept rolling. Yeah. And it kept adding. But we kept put, kept saying we're going to get to it, we're going to get to it, and I didn't want to disappoint anybody no. who was actually waiting for it. So that's kind of what's going on right now that we know about. I know there's a ton more information, but right now it's all just kind of like, you know, this this was the, these were the important talking points. So we're going to move on to some comics now, like always. Favorite part of our show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I want to start with a little bit of news that I read today that I actually thought was really cool. Um, the Batman villain, Mr. Freeze, just got an upgrade. Anybody read about this? Anybody hear about this? No. No? I know he's being featured recently in Detective Comics. Yes, he's been featured uh, very heavily in Detective Comics. Um, he's been experimenting, number one, because remember, his whole modus operandi is he's trying to find – he's got his wife frozen right. so until he can find a cure for her disease. Mm-hmm. Apparently, lately, he's started looking at other people who look like her because the idea might be that he's going to try to transfer her over. But the new thing is he started experimenting with nanotech. And now he no longer needs the suit. He The nanotech covers his entire body and keeps his core temperature minus two degrees Fahrenheit. So he no longer needs to have the bubble. So now he's just walking around all white? All blue. Blue. Blue, right. That's a little strange now. I mean, because like uh, cause comics is more than half the part of superhero comics is the costume. Well, he's still wearing like the red goggles and he's still wearing the weird outfit. He just no longer has to have the dome. Okay, outside. it's not that bad. He, he lost a major weak point. Right. To fight Batman, he needs a suit. How yeah, but no, but this helps. Not now, Batman doesn't have to punch a big ass globe. Yeah, uh, I mean, before, like, if you would break that, he'd be as well. It. It's done. Game hey, over. Let's all, let's all remember how he defeated Bat- Batman. Defeated Mister Freeze on the animated series, Chicken Soup. That's it was funny. Chicken Soup. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, that was one of the few episodes I revisited. Uh, uh, um, 
uh, after I subscribed to DC Universe. But was that better than Arnold Schwarzenegger being Mr. Freeze? No. Get the fuck out. Of course, better. <laughs> Get out. Of you... course, it's better. Please. Those puns were fantastic. Please. Top notch 90s puns. I, I love the, the driving of the cars on top of the rooftops. Yeah, that was so funny. bad. And, and, and I, which one was, I think it was the uh, Forever. Where they actually Gotham actually had its own version of the Statue of Liberty. I bet. Was that said Gotham along the top of Jesus. it? Jesus, <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I was like, why? <laughs> Did we really need that? I mean, Warner Brothers. <sighs> okay, so, so Freeze is getting an upgrade in, in what in the the, the the comics book? Yeah. Which is still Tomasi, Peter Tomasi. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the new creative team for Batman after Tom King? No, I've been dying. I've been, bro, I've been looking on Twitter for that. I have no idea who's reading that, who's writing Batman after Tom King gets off. I know. <laughs> Say it. Don't get hey, Wait, confirm the rumor. I don't know what the rumor is. No, no, no I'm asking you. Cool. What you know, is it known or is it Oh, no, it's rumor? been announced. Oh, okay. okay. It's been what? announced. I'm surprised you didn't see it. This is no. officially Dude, announced. I've looked for it on Twitter and I, I, I had think well, prepare, prepare, wow. prepare, prepare to be disappointed. Oh, no. <laughs> it's uh, Tinian. James Tinian IV. But <laughs> Tony Daniel is going with him. Okay. Tony has Daniel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he, he's wacky. You know, George and yeah, I yeah. jumping on uh, Justice League Dark. He's wacky and and he's very villain centric. So that's that's kind of cool. It's kind of his in his wheelhouse. The the lesser Snyder, right? The lesser Snyder. <laughs> oh, man, I Snyder's cousin. Snyder brought him in. So uh, I'm not really excited about this. I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, we're all give it a shot. But I don't know how long I'm gonna stick with it. Because I love Tomasi and I dropped the detective, so. Me too. Boy, and I was hyped with Joe on it. We both were. Right? I remember. You were, t- you were t- We were hyped on it. And then just like, yeah. it, it died quickly. Fizzled. Yeah, Fizzled. it fizzled out so fast. So, getting into some comics. Power Rangers 43, Joe. What do we got? What are we doing? What are we reading? We're back to... This is the necessary evil of it, right? Right, but it Wait, 43 or 42? 40, 43 is this week. Yeah, it came out today. Right, but I, I talked about 42 last time. Oh, okay. About so what, so you already read 43? Yeah. God damn. I mean, it's good. We should read this. All right. Well, I've had it. I just haven't gotten it. It's back to Shattered Grid. Uh, Jason nice. now knows. Because after Shattered Grid, no one remembers the events of Shattered Grid. Isn't it only the young ones? Nobody. Nobody? Nobody. Nobody. But today, Jason woke up and he knows. Um, he knows, and since he shattered the Morphin Grid, that's what gave the new Blue Ranger, the Omega Blue Ranger, her powers. Oh, I thought she got her powers. So when he broke the grid, it spread through the universe. Some people got Power Ranger powers, some people just died. <laughs> yeah. I'm so her whole family got wiped out, but she got the Power Ranger power. Mm-hmm. So now she's living with, fuck, I'm a Power Ranger, but my family died. Ah. What a price. Right, so she's kind of torn. She's like, "Fuck, I'm a Power Ranger, but I don't want to be one because you killed my family." But she doesn't. So know her power, le- her power, legitimately gave she, her responsibility. Correct. She's Uncle Ben. <laughs> she's Uncle Ben and, and Peter, Peter simultaneously. simultaneously. Yeah. Wow. wow. Rough. Jesus, Kevin. He didn't even read the book. Um, <laughs> I will. Tommy's still failing. Uh, <laughs> Dane. Dane is what mopping the floor with the other team, and Tommy can't do a damn thing about it. Dane is the the, the dog the dog the, the bounty hunter dog, dog. Zord. the so 
the Omega Rangers were sent by Zordon to a planet where all these bad guys were converting because one of them tapped into the morphing grid and he's like, mm, I don't need any bad guys, any more bad guys tapping into the morphing grid. So he goes, they go, but she could read their minds. So she knows the Power Rangers are there. Oh, she's like, man, you guys might as well morph and fight us because well, I know you're here. So rough. They're like, okay. Okay. Fine. Let's, 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 let's do it. Let's fight. They fight. She has, she didn't, she's the queen of this planet. I forgot her name, but whatever. She, she didn't tap into it. They thought it was her. It was one of her minions or Disney made. Basically basically cleans up her palace. Um, he's the one that tapped into it. He kills her while they're fighting. The Rangers take him like, okay. He wasn't even a bad guy. He turned out to be a bad guy because they took him in like, oh, we'll take you to our sanctuary. It turned out so he could go back and tell the bad guys where the Power Rangers. Right. With the wow. Omega Rangers uh, lay their heads, I guess. Or where Zoran gives them their, their Mission missions. So when they got back and as he's turning on them, Zoran's like, go help Tommy because this guy sucks. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> so wow. Jason's like, fine. But as they go to go do the morph to transport, he's he attacked them. And already he warped in a bunch of bad guys. Cool. You know, I find it funny that in the original show, Tommy was made to be such an imp- yeah, a badass. Even in the book, it says it. Like, when, when all else fares, Tommy's supposed to save you. And then and now he's, he's not saving you. They made him, like, useless. And Zordon's telling but you. Uh, to me, it's good, because when when the character is so OP, what do you do with them? You kind of have to. You either, kill him and you bring another one in. No, you kind of nerf them, or, or you, you, know, you make them more humane. And in, in that humanity, it's, you're, you're still, yeah, you're kind of nerfing them. Yeah, it's, it's a different nerf. But yeah, he's, uh, he's just like, help Tommy. But he t- Zordon's telling the other rangers, he's just trying to get used to the white ranger powers. He hasn't okay. got a great Makes sense. But Kimberly's like, she calls Trini, which they must have Verizon or something, because for Trini to answer a cell phone call in yeah. like Saturn or something. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, uh, we need your help. Come I love back. it. Must have, must have Verizon. She worked, it's just, and I'm like, Tied into their little wrist communicator. Right. Jesus. But no, no, but remember, they're not supposed to know that they're rangers. Oh, the that's right, because when you're not a ranger, you don't have the Correct. She just called me with, hey, Tommy sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's great. This is... can, can you put Jason on the phone? <laughs> grid I, mobile. I, I, I want to trade from green to red again. <laughs> that's what they're on, the grid mobile. <laughs> That'd be a great character. Hey, on Doctor Who. All he did was point the screwdriver at the and everything the phone, always worked, and then and then all of a sudden they could call from anywhere in the universe, anywhere in time. It was legitimately the greatest Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, well, Doctor Who is filled with those. Yeah, I I know things just work because they work. Yeah. Well, the the they were there was a lot of complaint for a while there because they, I mean I hate that this is a digression, but a lot of complaint because the screwdriver became OB. A, a crutch. Oh, crutch! Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because there would people writers would write the show, and then at the end of the episode, go, and then Doctor Who uses a screwdriver and saves the day, because it would really just become the way they fixed everything. Yeah. So yeah. that was why a lot of doctors, for a while there, they lost their screwdrivers so that they could actually do something. Yeah. <laughs> Use intelligence back, instead of just you know relying. Quick, on back to Power Rangers. Uh, Zach makes a joke to Zordon. Hey, shouldn't we pan this? Because people on Earth are using these now. <laughs> he points at the watch. I love it. He doesn't say I watch, but that's says, should we pan this? I know that it's modernized. I like that. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> George, what did you read? Uh, I only read um, the big book. Yeah. Okay. Actually, so, um, yeah. hold off. Okay. Last week, I really didn't have anything. 
Oh, Guardians was last week. I'm not getting Guardians. Oh, and so good, like, man. Don't scoff at me. The Donnie verse is so good. I mean, yeah. eventually. Come on. Um, you better copyright that. I have not read Absolute Carnage 3, but we can talk about it. Dude, Absolute Carnage 3. This Absolute Carnage like event, besides the Xbox, this is the other only other event that has just been so good. It's been fire. It's been so awesome. Uh, so I think the ending of, of Absolute Carnage 2, uh, the kids run away from the maker when the maker bonds with the other offsprings uh, of, of, um, of Venom, which was Phage, Agony, uh, Riot. Oh my God, why am I forgetting them? And Lash. Right. The the last one is Scream. Scream is still on her, on her own on her own tie in books that have yet to actually tie in yet. But hilarious. Whatever. We'll we'll get to that. I'm assuming because Carnage is literally gathering everyone, everyone, uh, and creating his army. So all the tie in books are like the background stuff. So Scream is one of them. Yeah, but some of those books are actually tying in. Like- yeah, like like these four, the tie-in book was separation anxiety about a family. That actually tied in because they appeared in Absolute Carnage now. So um, so the kids lash out to the maker because uh, he entrapped Sleeper. Uh, I think I mentioned this in the in the in a previous uh, uh, podcast of Sleeper coming back and you know being a dead Cree, and the symbiote is the one taking uh, uh, the front seat to the body. Mm-hmm. So then uh, he helps the kids. Uh, gets entra- entrapped by the, the maker. He's like, there are no good symbiotes. And he's like, well, except, you know, right. Eddie. Right. <laughs> I was like, dude, what? <laughs> so he entraps one? him and then the other four of the family, of the, the, the offsprings, the kids are like, okay, we need to get the fuck out of here because the maker is going, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> so uh, Dylan and Normie leave in, in Absolute Carnage 2, uh, attack the maker, miss, hit the, the containers holding the four of the family, so then they come up and then bond with the Maker as he's fighting them. So Maker Symbiote is attacking them. They're off on the streets. And just as like uh, they're on the streets, uh, the Avengers come to, to save the day. So in Absolute Carnage 3, they essentially save the day. You kind of get hints that there's something within Dylan because we know, not Dylan, we know Dylan is the offspring of Eddie. He's Eddie's son. Uh, it's There's hints that he has something of Symbiote powers without ever being bonded so it could be while eddie was bonded right well, yeah. while eddie was bonded he passed on something sip right something an std right yeah <laughs> yeah it's well, a, it's really what you could I mean, say yeah, it's a good, these, it's yeah, a good analogy all codexes could be considered that too an std yeah oh, gosh <laughs> so in absolute carnage 3 they're on the run and matt gargan's on the run like it's all this crazy dispert like uh carnage symbiote attacks uh, and it's funny how, like, he's still, because uh, it's still Cletus Cassidy, even though he's a fucking dead body. Um, he's still, like, making, like, really raunchy jokes. <laughs> and it's, like, it's really funny. And he keeps, like, saying, like, come on, man. And, like, like why you got to run? But whatever. That's still fun, too. Yeah. And he's still ripping. Like, Bro, this is a horror event. He's ripping spines. And you see it. hunter? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what the codices are. The oh, codex is in the spine, the center of the spine of, of the human host. Um, so the Avengers, they, you know, save the day in, in that corner with um, Dylan, Normie, and fighting off the symbiote uh, uh, maker. So the, and then Eddie, um, after saving uh, uh, Gargan, but then losing Miles, Miles bonds. Uh, Miles loses that battle and bonds with Carnage. Oh. Um, Gargan and, 
Eddie escaped, Gargan is paralyzed because uh, Carnage uh, struck him in the spine, couldn't rip it out because Eddie saved him. So Gargan right now can't move. Gargan is Scorpion. Uh, he can't move his legs right now. Uh, so he meets back at the warehouse and he's like, oh, fuck. And it's like all the Avengers. So you see like, <laughs> but it's all the Avengers that have bonded with a symbiote. So you see Thing, Wolverine, Event, uh, uh, Captain America. Uh, man, who was a female? I can't remember who was a female. I don't know why. And uh, and Bruce is there. Uh, but he's like, oh, yeah, I've actually never bonded with a symbiote. Like, so don't worry, I'm just here for the science. Because he's Bruce, he's not Hulk. Yeah. So he's helping since since Maker's out, you know, off of the count, uh, you know, fucking un, un, the unconscious. Genius. No, no, he's unconscious since they they uh they fought him, you know, in symbiote form. Um so Bruce uh continues his work but makes it safer to remove the the codex from anyone who's ever bonded. So Cap goes in, uh Wolverine, you know, uh, everyone. Uh, Wait, I don't know. I don't know how they got it from the thing. Honestly, Wolverine with uh, adamantium bones. That's I don't. I don't understand. And the thing as well. That's another one. I, I don't get it. But but the at least from the panels, I don't know if they start. But before something major happens, it's it's just Cap. So Cap for sure is out, is down for the count. Um, so then Eddie's there and he's talking to I th- I believe it's Spidey because Spidey's the one that brought uh, the Avengers and Spidey's like guilt ridden. He doesn't know what we as readers know. He's like, it's my fault. I brought the symbiote here. This is my burden. This is not your fight. And then the the Venom symbiote is talking to Eddie. He's like, tell him we've been here. Tell him that he, it's not his fault. But Eddie still hates him. And Eddie's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, we'll fight together. Of and course. Venom is like, why the fuck? Why won't you tell him? Don't let him feel guilty. And I guess like Eddie's like, I can, I need the help. To fight Carnage. But even then, I, I think it's less about, you know, him wanting Peter to help. Because Peter is, is a hero. He's going to help. Right. It's that, just, that's that's how I took he it. Wants, he wants the he wants the rage, though. He wants the... The fury of yeah, a Peter Parker? Yeah, he wants the one, the guilty Peter Parker that'll do anything to stop it. Yeah, that's that's how I took it by the end of this mm. book. Because uh, Peter sees uh, uh, Eddie, like, tapping the glass uh, of Cap, because uh, it takes, like, a couple of hours, whatever, and that's where we get the little bit of... Um, uh, uh, Bruce saying it's like, yeah, I've never bonded with the symbiotes or whatever. Uh, and then before you know it, and like they're talking, they're like, yeah, like, have you told D- Dylan yet? You know, before the shit, you know, hits the fan and before we go off and fight, whatever, like, you should really tell him that, you know, that, that you're his actual father. And then Eddie just smiles. And then you see Eddie actually come out from behind Peter and he goes, he goes, like, Peter, get away from him. And then you see like this, like, symbiote start like reforming and it's actually Carnage, it's Cletus. Uh, took the shape of Eddie. Yeah, it took the shape of Eddie. And then the, the tapping of the glass did the spiral, and then it breaks the glass of where Cap is. Mm. So you don't know what happened to Cap. If it finished or not or what's going uh-huh. on. So then uh, previously, he's been trying to kill uh, Norman. Uh, we all know since Absolute Carnage, uh, the other Carnage, quote-unquote, is Norman because he's confused since bonding and being uh, Red Goblin. He thinks he's Cletus. So it's mm-hmm. like they're calling him like, other carnage, like literally other carnage. Um, Eddie couldn't kill him when saving uh, Scorpion. So Venom was like, if you don't do it, if you can't do it, uh, we'll find someone that will. He goes, yeah, 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 that's fine, whatever. So then when this attack happens, you know, now uh, uh, present time, um, when this attack happens of fake Eddie is actually carnage, 
the, the symbiote literally comes off Eddie. And Eddie's like, wait, what are you doing? Like, you know, Carnage, he goes, yeah, we told you, if you won't do it, we'll find someone that will. And it goes towards Peter. And in the panels you're reading, you're like, oh, shit, it's going to rebound with Peter. It literally goes around Peter. And it bonds with Bruce. Hmm. Bruce. Yes. Bruce. Carnage immediately attacks him. Bruce dies. So it's like, oh, well, that was, and I love it. Like, Carnage is like, well. That was anticlimactic. And he goes, and he's about, then he's there about to like attack Eddie and Peter. And then he gets pulled away. And then like his jaw gets like symbioted, like dislocated and it comes off. And then you see a venomized Hulk standing there. And that's like a giant splash page. It's the last page. And I was just like, oh, I'm in. (laughs) I've been in, but I'm in. (laughs) Literally the second you said, oh, Bruce is there. And he's like, I've never been bonded. And I'm like, damn. A bonded Hulk would be very scary. And then you say this, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds Dude, scary. Dude, it's scary looking. It's, it's, it's Hulk, all hulked out, angry, green, and then you see veiny black in the eyes. Also the and then he's, hair. and then the venom, it's not enough to overcome his body. So you just see like spurts. Like it's just like, like a web. Imagine like a web on a body. It's not enough symbiote to I, go around. Yes. I'm, I'm interested to see how long the, the symbiote can hang on to Hulk. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, that the Hulk, whenever he's the Hulk, he gives off the gamma radiation. Gamma oh, yeah. radiation's hot. Right. It's more yeah. to see. Right. Ooh, that'd be cool designs. Maybe in the next issue, you see it like bubbling, and it's just like it maybe wants to. Maybe come that's off. another reason why it's not completely covering him. Maybe uh-huh. it's that he's not enough. It's that it's hot. It could be. It could be, bro. But I absolute carnage is amazing. It's an absolute banger of a book. Man. That's a nice little twist. I don't remember. I think, Justin, I think you've read it. You've read one, or you've read both already, at least. After yeah. Carnage. One and two, yeah. I just didn't read the latest one. Okay. I was going to read it today, and then I got home too late. Even if, even though I spoiled it, it's still worth the read. Oh, no. I was, like, I, was like, I, was, I was purposefully half-listing so that it's not really okay. spoiling it. Like, I was listening, but I was like, don't ruin too much so uh-huh. I can read it. You know? I just I was so excited with this book. That's why I was like, I really want to talk a lot about it. That sounds it. really good, to be yeah, honest. It's awesome. Absolute Carnage is amazing. Donnie, I'm telling you, the Donnie versus is fire. Yeah, anything right he touches is, is starting. Cool. We talked last week about Silver Surfer Black. Silver Surfer Black number four was It was amazing. Fire. I remember four. I read four. Um, what was the other book I talked about last week? Oh, the King Thor. Did you read the King Thor? Oh, so good. No, too. actually. Oh, King Thor is amazing. Oh, King Thor was so good. Because it's the God Butcher creative team is back. Oh, so Isad Ribic and Jason Aaron. I'm just gonna give. I'm just gonna give away one thing. At a certain point, when you read the entire book, going, "How is this only the first issue?" Because there's a lot going on in this book. At a certain point, Loki with the Necro Sword cuts open Thor's gut, and Thor decides at another point in the book that the only way to kill Thor- Loki is to throw him into the sun. So he pulls his own intestine out, ties it to the hammer, ties it around Loki's neck, and throws the hammer into the sun with his intestine. Fucking metal. Dude, as that happened, I just, I just, in my head, I just played uh, Cannibal Corpse in my head because well, <laughs> it's so metal. And that is just, brutal. and that is just one scene out of that entire book. Yeah, that is the last brutal. page is fucked up. Yeah, the last page you don't see coming. Nope. God. And then you get to the last page and you go, "This is just the first issue." <laughs> I might go home and not play video games and just read. You this. need to read that book. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk Superman? Or you want to yeah, yeah, my only other thing was was Superman. Uh, my, my other pick was Superman fifteen, and and I didn't want to talk about it until I finished the book, and I was like, 
okay, I kind of want to talk about what happened here. So I will give the spoiler, but it's because it's it's the best pitch. So, so we already uh, uh, I can't remember if Justin, if you've read up to now of Superman. I think they only have. I might have. I might be. Yeah. So all of House of L, all the Thanagarians, and then two other alien races were like in like intergalactic battle, mm-hmm. and then Rogozal appeared with everyone from the Phantom Zone, also oh. fighting, and it, and in the center is Jor-El because he's somehow caused this clusterfuck of an intergalactic uh, conflict. So then Superman gets there with Zod to the kind of trying to neutralize the situation and whatnot. So it's this crazy fighting for issues on end. Uh, it finally ended uh, last issue with the appearance uh, of John and Supergirl to you know help in the fight in the ensuing battle and to tell everyone, all the other alien races, including the Thanagarians, to stand down. Now in 15, why I want to bring it up, uh, so Rogozal is arrested. He's arrested. He's on Thanagar, uh, but also arrested is uh, Jarrell. So the whole the whole book is uh, two parallels. It's it's Clark. It's Superman, literally staring at the glass, looking at Rogozal, and the only one that comes to talk to him is Adam Strange. Mm. And they're talking about literally recapping what you've missed between 14 and 15. And it's the formation of the, the United Planets, of this Council of United Planets that was John Kent's idea. And then why the whole, for some fucking reason, time traveling, uh, the Legion of Superheroes appeared from the 31st century. And they're like, we wanted to witness the moment of Unity Day, of, of, of the bringing about and the creation of the Council of the United Planets. So we're like... Sorry that we stepped on the moment, but just, you know, continue. And so it was like weird comic relief in this really dramatic moment because Superman's not fucking laughing. He's watching and arrested, not killing the fucking creature that supposedly destroyed his planet. And he's there literally shaking hands with Zod, who was a villain as well, mm. and watching his father get arrested. So Superman's in a funk in Superman's in a weird team. Place, yeah. And Adam Strange is here telling him all this. And I love how Superman is like, okay, get to the point. What did you come here to tell me? And uh, what I want to, the main reason I want to talk about this book was, so the council, the cool thing is like, yeah, the Unity Day, this and that. John now might join the Legion of uh, Superheroes in the 31st century. But he's like, all right, let me go ask my mom, which is hysterical. Yeah. That's how it ends, which is hysterical. Is he a teenager or a child? He's teenage. He's still 17. Oh, he's still 17? He's no, still 17. Sure. He's like, I need to go talk to Damien, <laughs> which is funny. And and the. Um, the next time on says like, oh, the the return of Super Sons. Mm. So I'm like, hey, that's cool. I kind of want to see that dynamic return and see what's changed now. So the spoiler thing of what's going on and what Adam Change has been trying to tell Superman this whole time is the yeah the Council uh, of the United Plants, whatever ridiculous name, have dubbed Jor-El is the cause of all this clusterfuck since he's been removed from the timeline. He's broken every law of the known universe and they call it like he's broken laws of of interstellar law the laws of science and the laws of even physics and time itself he's like he is dubbed the criminal and uh and actually just like look the ruling i was not there but i know what what happened what the ruling and Superman's like okay spit it out and that was like the whole book so by the end of the book you see the punishment get played out and it's to me brutal absolute brutal well, like so the, the sentence was the the 
since he was a time anomaly and what caused all this crazy interstellar conflict, the sentence was put him back to the moment he arrived. Since he's aged here, it's been a while. So they put him back and Superman's like, wait, so they're going to put him back at that time? And Adam's like, yeah, back on Krypton. And then Superman's like, before it explodes. And Adam's like, just as it explodes. Hmm. So you see, so then there's like a page and a half or so of panels of Jor-El holding out this older Jor-El because he's been here for a while, just hidden for years until he, you know, came out in the shadows in recent uh, comics. Jor-El appears there and he's seen himself uh, hugging, uh, oh my God, I can't remember the, the mother's name. Lara. Lara, uh-huh. L- Lara, just as the planet's exploding and he's yelling to his younger self because he knows he's about to be teleported from some time anomaly and he's telling himself, he goes, he does it. He unites the universe. And then the planet explodes and he dies wow. now as an old man. And then the younger one gets... And, the, and you see in the explosion, it's a huge panel. So it's a splash page. And you see this like little time... like beam, beam? Yeah, like beam. Beaming younger Jor-El at that moment, uh, uh, beaming him away. And then the council even says, like, we don't know what caused it. Jor-El doesn't know. And he's like, we will further investigate. But that's your sentence. You're going back to your time before you came You, you came to this time. That is an absolute brutal point. That's, that's worse than that. So, that, so then everyone is celebrating Unity Day and the celebration of the creation of this council of, you know, this, like, literal, literal UN's, United Nations, but, like, planets. Well, planets. And, uh, and John is like, Dad, you, you want to go home? And he goes, let's get the fuck out of here. Actually says that. No. <laughs> no, of course not, but you both. That'd be awesome. I've never seen, uh, I've not read a whole lot of Superman. I've never read one that where he is angry and absolutely devastated in this whole issue. He doesn't smile once because there's nothing to smile at. And I, I thought it was well, a brutal fucking book. It's crazy so far. Besides the comic relief for the other guys. So essentially for the continuing forward, every Unity Day is just a reminder of that moment that happened. Yeah, the sentence where they sentence his father to die. And it's crazy because the Unity Day and the United Planets thing was John's, his son's uh, idea. Concept, yeah. And then it was, it's a victory because of Superman. And then it was a bonding day between him and the Zods. Zods, uh, the, the console also deemed the Zods to be the heads of a new Krypton outpost. That Finally. Will, that will eventually be the creation of a new Krypton. And then I like, I think it's Kara. She's like, what are you going to do? Have a bunch of babies? And, and Zod just goes, I will do what's best for the future of our people. And that's it. That's and, then, and I love how it ends with like, <laughs> it ends with like, they shake hands. And I'm like, wow. Well, cool. It, it gives me brothers in arms. Right. Know? It gives me reminiscence of, you know, the X-Men book that we will talk about uh, now. Right. Oh. Yeah. That book. I might have the wrong the name. Is was it Power Effects number five? Yeah, it's Power. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 it's no, House. 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 Yeah, House number five. It's House. Okay. Powers came up. Uh, Powers five is today. Yeah. Okay. Power so, uh, number five. I'll, I'll fix it. Now. A red issue. So a red issue. Um, gotta admit, not as red. Not as uh as. Well, come on, the last red issue was pretty revealing. Well, I mean, there's only three red issues. You can't have them all that crazy. I think this red issue is just because we were already theorizing. Yeah, I will admit. I will admit the the 
Apocalypse showing up and shaking hands with Xavier yeah. was pretty fucking. I love that it was cool. a splash page. Yeah, yeah, but I love I love how his gauntlet covers are. But what he said, you know, the way he kind of like plagues the legions to mutant kind. Yeah, and he's like, "You've achieved everything I wanted to." He yeah. humbled himself. Yeah, he tells Wolverine, "He's like, why would I do anything? This is all I've wanted for us. I've been trying. I've been pushing mutants to, to evolve to become this, Definitely. and you've done it. It was." It was Beautiful. But the revelation that all the mutants can be reborn was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Now, I love how, like, bro, like, the, the explanation of the first page. It. Yeah, they over-explain it. They go, they go into every detail of the part of the process. And they give you the uh, five. pages afterwards explaining things about their okay. life and everything. Yeah, the five. How hope has to be there to bring them all together. Synergize. Yeah. Love Proteus it. always has to have a body because he, bur- he can always burn out his body within a day. And it's always a, it's always an Xavier yeah. that he, he takes that's over. Cr- to me, that little tidbit, I'm like, what? Yeah. How are we just breezing past that? That's fucking crazy. And then you have – the one I thought was interesting was Gold Balls. <laughs> gold Balls. <laughs> the most the, comic relief character. Well, the, the idea that he creates Gold Balls, nobody knew what they did until somebody figured out that they were – they could be turned into eggs. No, no, that they were just organic. Yeah. Organic. And, and then the one Proteus changes them. Yeah, to make them into viable organic eggs. Yeah. Well, they're eggs to begin with, but they're not viable. Proteus makes right. them viable. And, right. he can, and he can create as many as he needs. It's it's unlimited. Yeah. No, there's no limit. And the idea that they create all these husks for all the, the mutants, and then Xavier has to have essentially – Xavier is essentially the mutant iCloud. Yeah. Yes. Why iCloud? Dang, man. X Cloud. The X Cloud. X Cloud. He's the X Cloud. He's basically the, the mutant cloud because he downloads every week all mutants on the planet to multiple bag of cradles. Yeah. All around the world. I was like, yes, this is genius. Now, have you now to get off the th- get off this a little bit? I read something this week. Have you guys read the theory about it might not be Xavier in yeah. that that it might be Moira? Cool. Oh, I didn't know that one. I mean, I've read some other ones. I mean, I don't know. Well, somebody there. Somebody said it uh, could be Cassandra. You've seen her next to him, though. Have you? Aside from the first issue? Or the second with issue? With the helmet on? Him with, with the, the helmet, helmet on? We have not seen more in, in the present day. Yeah. Everybody's wondering where she's at in this world. But he has a telekinetic powers. Could be could be mimicked he, by the... Xavier doesn't have telekinetic I mean, powers. not telekinetic. Um, <laughs> telepathy. Telepathy. Yeah, but exactly. But more it doesn't. How could she be mimicking that? Don't know. It's just a theory. Eh. Well, the Don't book does go out of its way to explain that in this crazy process of mutant resurrection, that um, they've never experimented uh, a different mutant mind to a different mutant husk. Yeah, yeah. They, never, they never swapped. So it could. This could. That they could explain that this Xavier could be that Mora's personality in Xavier's body with Xavier's powers. Here's here's what I want to know. Here, and this is this is the geek in me. This is my first thought. They, all the X Men that died on, in space were brought back to life. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, unfortunately, and, and which I thought was really funny, they were all trotted out naked in front of the entire yeah. mutant world. Yeah, we're like, yeah. they're all mutants. Yo, that got really culty when they were all like, yeah. "What is she, mutant?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, they okay." Did they did it for all five or six. No, of them. it was like six or eight. Yeah, dude. Here, and I was like, "Well, this is getting really culty." Here's here's my geekiness. They resurrected Wolverine. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Wolverine can't die. Well, no, 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 no. it's not that. It's he died. Adamantium. 
it's not part of his DNA. Right. True. You know, yeah, are they resurrecting that. and that they're doing it from blood? It's not like they're doing it from like a copy. It's not even blood. It's just like Sinister's DNA. Yeah. Well, but remember, are I, they regrowing uh, them with the adamantium? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Bro, Proteus does warp reality. Yeah, okay. Well, there warp that, would, that would be a good explanation. I was going to go with that. That was going to be my answer for it. But um, no, I did that. I'm going to an egg for worrying. It's going to be more work than everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, because he's stupid adamantium. Right, because they have to grow until they reach that well, age. Well, no, they have, have the one that, that, that changes time. Yeah. It still takes hours. Right, it still takes hours. So I'm assuming someone who's 15 versus someone who's like, what, like almost 200 fucking years old. Yeah, yeah those hours, it's still different. Well, in the uh, info panels, because, you know, I love reading those things and yeah. dissecting them, um, they actually put a lot of rules in place into how they do it and when they do it. They age them to, like, peak. Mm-hmm. So Wolverine isn't two hundred. He's you know his 30. peak. His peak. He's twenty thirty. He's not. He's like maybe fifty. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Wolverine at peak point of his. But this powers. also, but this also explains how Wolverine could still be alive and viable in the Age of Apocalypse future. Yeah, right, right. If that, if they're still using that method in that timeline. Well, then. I mean, either that or just well, no, apocalypse. Give him, you know. No, no, that this is not that same timeline. That other one is the timeline. Age of Apocalypse timeline. That's true. Which so. is timeline? I forget which number that was. Five. Nine. 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 nine, 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 nine. Yeah. Nine. But, so that's why everyone thinks the one we're watching now or reading now is ten. It's ten. Okay. Yeah. But everyone still says it. What's going on with six? Life number six. I don't know, man. Don't know. And Dude, we only have three there, issues left. There's still no theories. I, I find that so fascinating where the internet community of any fandom has no theory on because something. Because Hickman has literally given us everything you could possibly give us. I was thinking it has something to do with Sinister, but Sinister's already been mm-hmm. dealt with. What if, what if this is six? That's that's one thing I was thinking. What if we're watching six and this isn't the new And Lifetime yet? 10 that we think we're watching is actually... The Dawn of X-Men, the one that we're yeah. getting ready to go into. Is the, is the next one that he's going to be writing. Which throws out my theory completely, but still. No, because they know when the Mother Mode comes on. Which was after like, nine. Yeah, 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 right. never mind. Yeah, or maybe six is going to be the one he's going to write. Well, we, we we don't know. No, in in nine, it was to find out when Nimrod gained sentience. Gained sentience. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, and Xavier, Xavier in House, he explain in House of X, he explains he's like, we believe this is what leads to Nimrod. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's AI sentience is like fire, you know, like just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And Mother Mold coming online is a, uh, which, man, who else had a had a heartbreak watching that fight to destroy? Yeah, we talked about it last yeah. week. Yeah. God. But then again, it kind of negates everything this week by the fact that. They're just all reborn. Xavier still cries a piece of me dies every time. One yeah, that's true. And I was like, that is But so it does quiet. explain that first, you know, the, to me, my X-Men, the first yeah. scene in the first book, you know. Well, I mean, that was our, and Kevin mentioned it, it was like, this is a theory that we have from the beginning. It's true. That's Everyone, that was online thing since like the second or third book. Everyone's like, that, what if this is them resurrecting? Who else is super upset that Scott does not get his little issue fixed? Oh, like uncontrollable, uncontrollable optic beams. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're regrowing him. Just fix that I, part of the brain. Come I mean, on, bro. it could it could be explained like, of like it's, that's it's, like a thing of psychology of like a flaw in your character. It's psychosomatic. No, it was an injury. No, I know it was an injury, but maybe for him, it's become After so many. It's become psychosomatic. It's become something that's ingrained oh, dude, that's in him. I like that. It's become something that he can't function without it because it's become part of him. 
It's like right. a cane. You right. Know, it's you know, it's who he is and who he thinks he is. It's psychology. It's who he thinks like, he is, so be, he thinks it's There could be a wrong. scene later on that somebody could draw or write and go, you know, you know you don't need this visor, right? You know you could do this without, right. you know, you know, you don't need this. This is just in your head. You've been regrown so many times that that flaw has been gone forever. I want to see that scene in between, like, him and Gene or him and, um... That could be a really cool final scene between like a last stand scene where they're like, look, Scott, we need you to unleash your power. And he's all, and the, the fact and that the Ruby Quartz has always kind of held back his ability. The fact that they're like, look, you need to pull that thing off. You, we need all of your abilities. Like, but if I pull this off, I can't control it. He's like, but you know, you can control it, right? You know that you've been, you know, like I said, and that could be the final. Maybe Gene is a little bit of telepathy, kind of like in. Well, they've done that before where Gene has actually suppressed his ability so no, she could look at him. But not, not suppressed, like just work with him in his head yeah. to overcome the, what does he call it? Psycho. Psychosomatic. Yeah. It's a great term. Right, I'm sure there'll be something that even Hickman would do because I'm remember the, his uh, mainland X book that's coming that's coming up. Um, it, it's all Summers family. Well, not all. Well, it's okay. a Summers and Wolverine, but most and Wolverine. right, <laughs> right. Of course, because he has to be in all the fucking X Men books. Hey, um, hey. But it's most Summers. I'm. I have a feeling this is going to be okay. Maury and Summer family drama, and that will be brought up. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully maybe it gets addressed earlier, but I think that'll be a really cool, touching moment now that we've come to that conclusion. Mm. But, I mean, it was a hell of a book. Joe, you're being surprisingly quiet. I know. Not because you guys are... And I didn't read How do you feel? Oh, okay. Uh, that's why. So we ruined it. No, well, not ruined it because... I like it. That's fine. We know you're going to read it anyways. I read five to hours. These are some of the... Hours hours. Did, but you didn't read the one before it, though? Wait, what? I read today's. Jesus. You're killing I know. Well, me. I mean, basically the gist is you see that they all they could all no, be reborn. Right. right. And they explained and, it in and, detail. Yeah, exactly. and, and then the other thing was that they they you see them all having a moment on Krakoa, and then basically every villain you know of comes to Krakoa. They invite them all in, and then the last one to come through the portal is Apocalypse. And you're like, what the fuck? And then Apocalypse has a conversation where he's you know, they're like, look, and like he said, Wolverine's like, you can't, don't start no shit. Yeah, yeah, and Parker was like, "Why would I?" You know, yeah, Wolverine even told Xavier, "He's like, are you sure you want to do this?" And Xavier's like, "I, but you know, chance. yeah, he's like, good a, or bad, this is a new start for all of us." But talk about a scene that's iconic is the, the last oh, yeah, yeah. where it's like Apocalypse and Xavier shaking. Hands. It's a beautiful scene to be honest. Wait until you see who they go to today. Ah, well, Sinister's on the cover. No, I don't go to Sinister. Cool. One thing we did glance over, well, you didn't even speak, is the whole thing from them being reborn is told from the point of Magneto and Lorna. Being together, mm. and he's like, I love, I love that there's a reason why this is being explained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he calls her. It's like this family moment, and she's like not sure about things. Yeah, she's like, oh, but it's not them. It's not them. Them. It's not the same them. Yeah, and he's like, yes, and then the, the explanation of like the whole X Men iCloud. Yeah, X Men iCloud, the five that work together to synergize, who have mm-hmm. become bonded, who even are together. And she's like, oh, but they're just empty husks. What about their powers? And I love how, like, all of that's explained. Yeah. Everything's explained. I love it. It's a, it's a father speaking to his daughter to help oh. her understand. It was a touching moment I, I, I that was kind of, like, pushed to the side. Well, I do like that of, like, it's like, yeah, the husk is from their DNA. And our powers were mutants. It's in our genetic DNA. And, yeah, then our consciousness, it's getting back yeah. up. But in the beginning of the book, when Xavier's like, hey, look, we need to help them while they're on their mission. We're going to have about eight minutes of, of lag. 
but I'm going to connect all of our mind together with the cuckoos so that way we can all function as one entity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can have to be to rationalize, to do this, to do that. And I was like, dang. That's some hardcore I, fucking power. I love how the book goes out of its way to explain how those five mutants that are part of the mutant uh, resurrection process that they've gotten, that they've bonded, that they've grown close as friends. They live together. They're they're like praised amongst the Krakoans mm-hmm. uh, community not, as like uh, not famous, but with reverence. Uh huh. I'm like, now, oh, that's the, cool. One of the things we ever glossed over too is the fact that they got their their uh, their they got the, not their citizenship. What is it? Them. Their own work, their own. Oh yeah, content, their, their own, own nation. Their own yes. nation. Uh-huh, they the did get the approval for that nation. because they talked about how um, Xavier showed up to the vote, and then he's talking to Emma Frost, and he's like, "I have a feeling you helped push people in certain directions." <laughs> the beginning's just like that. Yeah, you know. And then um, there's also, but there's also a breakdown of all the countries that have accepted and who've rejected, and why, and why they rejected. The help of mutants. I love it. Ideological, yeah. religious, political. But like Iran. Uh, like Iran. Uh, all the Arab nations was all uh, political. It was, I, all political. It was mostly ideological. Ideology. Ideology. It was both. Yeah, it was both. There were a couple of religious ones, a lot a lot of political, but yeah. there was one. The China was the political one, I think. Yeah, because yeah. they don't, they're yeah. not taking it from anyone. But Wakanda was a red. Oh, I like the Wakanda and don't need mutant drugs. <laughs> I yeah. love it. And I was just like, bruh. <laughs> and every other African nation is just like, uh, Wakanda uh, protectory. Yeah, and I'm like that's hysterical. But man. I was just like, dude, well, I, like I figured Wakanda would be like more accepting of different people and their own con- and they're all becoming their own country. Well, no, because they've always been dependent. Right. Like we take care of our own. Right. We we don't need outsider help. Remember, for a long time Remember, they were hidden from the world. Exactly, right. but it's not just about. And but they were recognized after they came out as their own country. Yeah, but they're still kind of xenophobic in the fact that they they, they kind of keep to themselves. But that that's my that's what I'm trying to say. It's like they came they went through that hardship of trying to get their own country. Why not respect someone else getting their own country? Well, I don't think I don't they're not actively moving against it. They're just not taking what they're giving them. No, it's that they weren't a part of the treaty. The 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 drugs were a part of the treaty, mm-hmm. but just recognize you don't have to take the drugs, you got to just recognize them as well. And it's kind of like they abstained. Yeah. So that was the other thing that happened in that book. But th- this book just, I mean, this it book broke just down came- the deaths. Yeah. There was a lot of breakdown for the Genosha. And they broke down well, they how talking- long it would take to resurrect everyone who was killed in Genosha. But it, but it also hinted that that's what they're doing. Is they're rebuilding, they're yeah, resurrecting that, everyone. That's the goal. He wants to bring back all mutants. Yeah. But the reason was not given. The no. end plan. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. But then you see, like, in the powers. Books that, you know, what their goal is and what they're trying to do and taking over shit. Well, you also have the, you know, where he went to Sinister and I told Sinister, you, you need yeah, to have back a backup of back everyone. Yeah. But, back- oh, another thing that I love that they went over and it was mostly the uh, Magneto side of talking with Polaris. Um, no, actually, no, he gets up and talks to Xavier of, of, he's like, yeah, this is all nice and fine and dandy, but we will never get back to the Genosha uh, era. Because that was like, what, like 10 million mutants or something like that? It was and I love how like, the infographic breaks down of like, they would have to do like 100 or something a day of resurrection. No, it was. It, it, but the thing is, they were limited by how fast they could do it and how many. And how much of a toll it takes on, on um, Xavier. Xavier. Yeah, it was a bunch of math and calculations. And Xavier doesn't have all those Genosian deaths, uh, all those Genosian mutant, uh, you know, Bloods. backups. No, I think I think they made it seem like Cerebro was doing backups before he even realized it was doing backups. No, because that was also another retcon. It was a retcon for Cerebro. 
was the idea that because even Magneto when he's explaining it to Lauren, he's like, well, everybody just assumed that Cerebro could find any mutant on the planet. That's not his only Cerebro's only uh, its secondary uh, function. Secondary function was to back up every mutant. On yeah, the so he does have that information. He has their last backup. Even before, yeah, yeah, because Cerebro was doing it in the background. The thing is, is the toll it takes on him. And, yeah, and on the, says, uh, yeah, it takes a toll well, on him also, and the five. And the, yeah, well, the five is getting better. Yeah, but except for Proteus, remember, the more yeah, Proteus burning uses, he burns out a husk. Oh, you you make one extra husk for you and one for everybody else? Yeah, because God forbid they reach, like, you know, double digits. Proteus is already dying out. They need a new Proteus husk. <laughs> Multiple and they're saying every day. Right. They're, yeah, they're saying every day. I mean, that could go get down to hours. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's crazy. Well, remember, the infographics specifies it will take them a hundred years at the curve just to get to everyone that died at Genosha back. Genosha and from and from other crimes and which were all smaller, but Genosha was what I think it was like six million. Yeah, yeah, it was the most. I think it was. I could have sworn it was ten million or ten. It was the most. That's ridiculous. It was the most. The the biggest massacre. Oh, and then they have the the they had a list of humans who had done great tragedies to mutants, and Wanda Maximoff was on there. But that was a previous book. Yeah. I know, yeah, but but I love how they dubbed her like Wanda Maximoff, the Pretender. Yes. And I was like, and it's like they're like she, it's the greatest threat of mutant kind of she's deep, the greatest depowering and um, uh, depowering and just decimating uh, uh, the mutant. That's another thing they went over in this book: re- how to repower mutants. They're like, we haven't done that. Yeah, repowering them. And I'm like, damn, that's another. It's true. I, yes, they did talk about like the ones that were depowered after House of M and in the decimation. Right. It's like do like how do we approach them? Because they don't want, and, I, and again, I like how they they, they, they go over like a procedure, uh, not a procedure, a policy of yeah. like, only upon confirmation of death does the then the resurrection process begin. Because yeah, you can't have two. And then uh, I love how they started creating like laws of like, okay, if someone is missing for more than a month, an investigation will then go through, be confirmed, this and that. And I'm like... Wow, like that's you crazy. You have to put these policies into place. It's because they don't want they don't want more of one more than one of any person walking around. But they did have a little short section about uh, two particular mutants, Mimic and dude, what was the other mutant they put on there that using their powers could help in assistance of the five and everything like yes, that. Yes, because because uh, Mimic can mimic powers and someone else apparently put in there. Mimic and um, Sync. Sync. Uh, she's a um, Generation X. Yeah. When he gets near a mutant, he can sync with them and do the same things again. That's why he's called sync. Yeah, it'd be cool to sync with Hope Summers with her synergizing. This book goes power. more into Cerebro. You guys will see. The Powers. The Powers 5. Wait, you guys are saying it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, power. so Powers 5. Yeah, yeah. I got to read that like, tonight. <laughs> yeah, that, that's well, my idea. Read it tonight, but... uh, I, I'm just, uh, these X-Men books have been so good. I get you. I need. I just want more content. Me too. I've been reading them almost same day, all of them. As soon as I get them, eh, I lag a little bit, but mainly because I want to read them just I, before the podcast. I right. lag a little bit. I lag a little bit. So, moving, moving, moving out of comics now. Um, well, we're gonna get. A, I just want to mention one thing from TV. I read it today. I thought it was interesting because I was actually kind of looking forward to this. They were going to do a Ghostwriter series at Hulu. Mm-hmm. The Robbie uh, Ray is Ghostwriter. Robbie Ray is Ghostwriter. That is no longer moving forward. They're not going to do that. At Hulu. At Hulu. We don't know if that's 
moving somewhere else. Yeah, but there's been no talk of it going to Disney Plus or anything else. It's just been they they've reached an impasse, a creative impasse, and they decided not to do it. That's because the rumor, because I've been reading the rumors on Twitter, the rumor is that Kevin Feige does, in fact, want to do Ghost Rider Johnny Blaze as a movie. Again? Yeah, we've done two already. Well, it's not me. Well, I mean, we, we consume the content. I, uh, and by consuming the content, we got to see. As long as it's not Nicolas Cage, I think we'd be okay. <laughs> and I don't know, it has to be Nicolas Cage. What are you talking about? It's oh, a one only Johnny Christ. Blaze. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that sucks because I, I liked. Because it was going to be the Gabriel Luna, uh, Robbie Reyes yeah. from uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he was awesome. Yeah. He was He was great. like the one good thing about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was his uh, little arc on that. I don't watch it. No, I, I watched a lot of it now, and I still agree with Justin. Yeah, that was the best. Well, they actually did him justice. Yeah. They gave him the charger. He actually face-melted away into a, a flaming skull. Yeah, they gave him the comic book origin, yeah. the same one. So. Demon that was the uh, that was the only thing in the TV news that I really wanted to mention. And I did I did like that one line from Coast, and he's like, "You're not the you're not the first ghostwriter I've had to deal with." And I, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, cool!" Because <laughs> we know it's like, "Oh shit, Johnny Blaze." Yeah. So and I'm not the ones before. Uh, moving on to movies, we have um, movie fast movie pass finally died. Thank God, about time. So after changing people's passwords about their knowledge. Limiting to only certain movies. Taking the terms of agreement, yeah. Fuck. How many people do you guys did you have it? I had it, but or like but like originally. Like Did you scam it? Um I had it well I, back when it was ten dollars. I knew I, I I don't know this person, but somebody I know knows it's like a friend of a friend, but he told me that he scammed the the, the movie pass in that you know, whenever you bought a movie, they would just load the credit card up with like fifteen bucks. Right. And he would do that, and then he would use the fifteen bucks to go like for parking or for whatever. It didn't matter, like for food or he would just it, he just he he basically got because it was it was also He's the reason that movie passed out. Yeah, it was, it was best also a movie a day too. So it was like every day he had 15 bucks. 15, fifteen bucks to go and. That's. <laughs> I didn't think of that. It's that, a Mastercard, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally just very poor it's planning and execution. No, that's lunch. Yeah, I mean that's more than lunch. So that's depending on the movie, nah, that's the <laughs> <laughs> IMAX movie. Yeah, well, that's why the movie pass didn't cover that. I, well, Damn, oh, movie pass perfect. never covered IMAX. No. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Okay. So next thing up on the news uh, for movies is we have Mortal Kombat, new Mortal Kombat movie, and we've got casting. Um, cast looks great. It does. I, I, well. I don't really care for that one. Oh, the Jax one? Yeah. I, I like it because he's got the yeah. voice and the physique. I mean, the, what... And he can bulk up if he wants to. Right. What more is in the Jax character? Uh, but if you go by lore, Jax was in part two, not part one. I like... I I'm like joking. I like Chin Han as Shang Tsung. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I love Hiroyuki Sonata Fuck, as Scorpion. Yes. That just made my day. But what's weird is I thought Sonata would have been a Sang Shun. Right, yeah. Like a Switch? But yeah, yeah. I'm perfectly okay with but, but I like because they're doing the what is it like the mainline origin of Scorpion where he's like ages yeah. old and you know uh, yeah. undead and right, shit. Yeah, he's right. an undead master ninja. How Hellbound Ninja Hanzo Hasashi. I love. And then it. you have to, to I'm not even gonna pronounce this name as Raiden. He was um, right, Hogan right. in uh, Thor. Yeah, the part of the Warriors Three. Yeah. 
and Thor. And then you have Sissy Stringer as uh, Melina. Yeah, I saw that one. And you have Ludi Lin. Thank God. Liu Kang. That's yeah. me and George's boy from Power Rangers. Yep. <laughs> and Joe Talsam as Sub-Zero. Yes. Right. Yes, from The Raid. Yeah. That's that my was, boy. That was a great choice. That's my boy. That dude is in all those films. Uh, those Indonesian well, bastards are You know what's going to happen. So good. We're going to have a Sub-Zero Scorpion fight, and they're going to go off. Oh, I hope it's just as long as like those Raid fights. Like I 20 know. minutes of just pure brutality. Carnage and then ends in a fatality. 20 minutes of fighting. Dude, what? The Raid movies and all those other movies? Joe, have you not seen one of those movies? Oh, okay. It's just a straight fight scene. I'm saying it doesn't you have, you, that same gang, like those, all those stunt guys and actors do like a slew of martial arts movies. No, so it's like Raid, Raid 2, Headshot, The Night Comes for Us, and I think there's a fifth one. They're all banger. They're all so good. Uh, Josh Lawson, Australian, as, uh, as Kano. I'm not familiar with this. Uh, no, I'm not either. Uh, hey, but it's cool. Kano. Kano but they haven't put out who's Liu Kang, right? Hmm? They haven't put out who's uh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they have. Ludi Lu. The, the Power Ranger. Oh, it's, I think it was someone else. No, no Jessica, the Power Ranger. And people want him now as like Namor in the MCU. Jessica Mac, uh, oh. McNamee, is another Aussie, as uh, Sonya. I thought they were getting Australian actors and actresses. And then we have Lewis Tan in an undisclosed role. Don't know. And then Max Huang as Kung Lao. Kung Lao. Cool. Uh, the ones we're missing are Cage. Johnny Cage. Yeah, Johnny Cage. I thought he was are we really missing Johnny Cage? Yes. Do we need Johnny yes. Cage? Yes. You always need Johnny Cage. Thank you. And you know what you really need in a Mortal Kombat reboot is that theme song. Just saying. Jesus. Mm. It has to come up. Like, just have it on a boombox, put it in the corner. Hopefully, it's like, more metal than EDM. Why? Is metal more popular? No. Okay. He just wants to be metal. <laughs> I just want it to be metal. <laughs> There'll be metal covers. True. So, uh, so, the next bit of news <laughs> came out, I think, either today or yesterday. Uh, we've got the original three coming back for Jurassic World 3. We've got Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum all coming back, prizing their roles from Jurassic Park. I have to give precipice. I don't give a fuck because I've hated the Jurassic World franchise. Then again, the sequels to Jurassic Park weren't that great either. Mm -hmm. But that short is amazing. That short is really good. And is it short? You watch the short? I don't know. Is it short? Yeah, Colin Trevorrow, who did the Jurassic World one, uh, the first Jurassic World came back. Battle for something Creek, I think, or something like that. Canyon battle. Battle yeah, of battle something rock like Rock Canyon or something something like that Creek Rock. Yeah. It's just a family like and an RV vacation and a dinosaur's mayhem ensues. Yeah, but what's heavily implied by the, the short is that they're no longer Battle of Big Rock. They're no longer dinosaurs are no longer secular to just an island. They're actually everywhere. Yeah, because yeah, after part two, right? Because George saw part two. Yeah, so explain the ending. Like Not walking, too much. It's like Walking Dead. Ending. All the dinosaurs are on the U, on U.S. grounds, and they get released. There, that's it. So that explains this. Yeah. This thing is like an intermediary between two and okay, three, so like, and supposedly dead. three will be almost near post-apocalyptic of dinosaurs roaming the fucking country. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, that's I, I, awesome. The 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 well, maybe I guess because they're all in. Well, no, I didn't get the idea that it was post-apocalyptic. No, no, no. Just, that's the idea of fans. Yeah. That they, the, the dinosaurs have kind of been integrated into. 
our life. Natural, natural society. Depending on when the next sequel takes place, whether it's five minutes after part two or five, ten years after. We're on the run. Like humans are on the run. Well, yeah, because dinosaurs are apex predators. They they seem to be camping like it was no big deal. Right, they seem like they're camping because we gotta get right. Because maybe to George's point, maybe the camping that's like five minutes after the release of maybe dinosaurs. But I want, I want Mad Max style. Give me Jurassic World, literal world. Mad Max, no, I want Mad Max fucking havoc. Yeah. I want I want, you want like, after, twenty years later. After, yes. After the after the, 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 the short is over, they show little bits and pieces of like the world, mm. how like these kids are being chased by little yeah, like, yeah, dinosaurs yeah. and you know, like it's guys good. driving down the road and then uh, like uh, a so, dinosaur steps onto the road and he flies off the side of the cliff because that's where you know. You know what's oh, funny? The the funny the one I liked was um, the yeah, the turned out the they're releasing doves at a wedding and just as they released the dove pterodactyl That's priceless. No, but I was thinking like uh, how the, the nerdy kids who like dinosaurs when they're little are like made fun of, but in this world, those kids are the best people to be around, right? Because they know, because they know. Well, yeah. Oh, they're more that one. Yeah, the well, even in the shit, the kid was rallying. Yeah, even in the like, short, it's like the, the the youngest girl. She's the one telling them all. Oh, no, this one's a carnivore. This yeah. one's an herbivore. Right, right, right. We should be that's scared. Kind of shit. Oh shit! What is this? <laughs> I don't know. This good. Oh, that's great. I have a few uh, a few friends who are like that, and then so. I'm, I'm, you know what? First Jurassic World, decent, decent, not, not terrible, I'm not good. You. I'm with you. Not terrible. I like Pratt. Thought Pratt was good in the I'm movie. Yeah, I did like the the return of of um, the Tyrannosaurus kind of saving the day. I did dig that little thing. Never saw Jurassic World two. Never felt the need to. Don't do it. But I will say. I do like the idea of these three coming back. Yeah, I'd like too. to see what kind of role they're going to play. Well, they said big role. They said they're. they're well, no, I just want to know. But is Pratt coming back? I mean, oh, I he is a big household he's, name, he's so they have it. to. You know, he's yeah, the one that has to. You know what? He's probably negotiating that contract. Oh yeah. That's why they haven't mentioned whether he is or isn't. It's their negotiation. He, he's probably like stipulating. He's like, I want to ride a T Rex. <laughs> Optimus Prime did it. I want to fuck a raptor. Optimus Prime did it for five seconds. I want to fuck a raptor. That's what I want. God damn. He basically your t- did it the first There's day. your title right there. I want to fuck a raptor, Justin. Tell, tell me tell me if you saw Chris Pratt fucking a raptor in the third movie, you wouldn't be like, all right, well, I guess I saw and that. Like, Pete will be all over it. <laughs> well, here's a question. If you are thinking about, for you, Justin, primarily, if you're thinking about seeing this part three because the big fear back and everything, does that mean you're gonna watch part two? Do I get to have a review? No, you get from one and you see the short. I'll you're tell good. You what, no, no, if there's, you want, there's info. If you want my, if you want my hate-filled review, I'll yes. watch it. Yes, okay. that's exactly what I'm looking for. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. do it. I'll actually join Justin on that. That yes, sounds like fun. You, oh, perfect. Uh, I went to, to this movie with a Jurassic Park fan, Ugh. and we walked out like, what the fuck. Wow. I was calling things left and right. I mean, that's how I was with the first Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. The first one, I was just like... I no, but like really, really, really bad. So well, you like, that like me. Even in the trailer. Yeah. Even I saw the whole thing. Even in the trailer, we were, I was watching the trailer for the first Jurassic World, and as soon as you saw the giant fish dinosaur, I was like, 20 bucks says that, save, that thing saves the day. <laughs> I was calling it, and it was like, it happens. And that's, when we watched the movie, I'm like, called yeah, it. That's why they showed it. I just remember, I was just like... Is there anything these kids can't do? Right. The kids were just figuring out every situation. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I was like, 
the original park is just in the middle of the new one. It didn't tear it down. I'm like, that's just fucking stupid. Hey, what park I mean, does that? Do you want to go back to like Raptor infested area? Uh, now, hang on a second. There are plenty of parks that don't get torn, torn down. Hang on a second. Disney, for the longest time, did not tear it. It's only recently that they've torn down River Country. River Bro. Country was there for oh, that's right. you 20 years. It. You could see it. Yeah. They Fucking were urban adding, explorers. That Fucking was- adding logic to a franchise about dinosaurs. Hey, I, I've, I'm one of those guys that reads those like, oh, 10 decimated parks that, you know, no one's been to in 50 years. I read those articles and see the pictures. Oh, those are the fucking the Urban Explorers on YouTube. I watch that show oh, all yeah. the time. That's fucking great. There's so many theme parks or carnivals you know and many, stuff. They're just there. You know how many abandoned homes there are in this world that still have everything in them? It's sad. And it's, people just go in or just like, look at this place. They just they must have left in a hurry. You know? They're like Chernobyl. There are military bases. That like they have all the houses there that are no longer in use with all those houses still fully furnished and like yeah it's overgrown but you're like that's still a good house why would we take care of like the homeless military people no we can't do that it's too hard <laughs> you want that would make to too think? much sense yeah. yeah logic my bad sorry you want man. those old guys to think so, I just I just want Mad, Mad Max Dino Fury just give me that Dino Fury was you want you want you know what you need to watch here's it the thing. <laughs> Power Rangers title. It was. it was Power Rangers Dino Fury. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was just using Fury Road, but I'm like Dino Road wouldn't make any sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow his mind right now. There was actually a cartoon. And you're, this is this is this is bad. There was actually a cartoon. I know you know called Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Yes. And it was a post-apocalyptic world with dinosaurs. Cool. I you, it won. It won the internet for me. What is this? What is this from? It was an eighties cartoon yeah, it was called yeah. Cadillac. It would be. Was that on before or after the Hobbit? <laughs> the, the Hobbit cartoon is another one of those cartoons. Like, like the Ralph Macchi. Yeah. What is this? I actually remember that one too. Me and my friends watched it before the Hobbit release, which I think it was better than the Hobbit itself. But besides the point. <laughs> next on movies. Uh, next in movies is we have Jeffrey Wright. And Jonah Hill rumored to be cast in the next uh, Batman movie. Uh, Jeffrey Wright up for Jim Gordon. Jonah Hill. A toss-up. Toss-up between Riddler and Penguin. Or both. Or Yeah, I read that he's both. Whatever. I read that he wants more money than Rob Patz. Yeah, he Dude. wants 10 and Patz is only getting That's that. the Hollywood Reporter, so you know that has to be legit. So the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that Jonah Hill is asking for 10 mil. And it's more than double what Robert Pattinson, as Batman, the title character, is is reportedly which, getting. Which is not uncommon. I hear that happens every now and again. Like with, um, who was it that did uh, Joker? He got paid more than the guy who did Batman. What? Heath Ledger did not get paid more than wrong, Christian Bale. Wrong Joker, bro. What? So, uh, uh, Nicholson? Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson over, was over it Keen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Over Keen? That makes yeah. sense. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. Nicholson is a, was yeah. at the time even a bigger exactly well, even now a so, bigger name than like I, I can name other movies but I guess I wanted to keep it in the Batman world now don't get me wrong I'm not necessarily a fan of Pattinson I'm a more of a fan of Jonah Hill to be completely honest but I think him asking for that absurd amount over the lead he can go fuck himself I like how like some podcasts that I've listened to how they put up like look he's got two Academy nominations under his name he's worth more and I was like okay. I kind of get that. So don't cast him. You can cast someone else. Yeah. I'm sorry. Riddler and Penguin, not that hard to cast. I don't think I don't think he's going to get it, to be honest with you. I, I agree. I don't think he's going to get no. it. And if he does, I'd be shocked. 
to pay that much money for it? No, bro. Yeah, I'm like, yo, he cannot be that mind-blowing in any of those two roles of Spingman or Riddler to to warrant 10 mil. And then imagine the potential for sequels. Rob Pattinson, he's probably going to get more money for the sequel, so he'll be okay with taking less right now. But then you got to keep going up or say the same with Jonah Hill. And right. Like, and it's like, nah, dude. screw that guy. What, what if he's asking for 10 mil because he's, he's playing both characters? Five for paper. Five for I paper. heard that. I but that's just nah. like that's Reddit just going nah, 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 like nah. shooting. Lindsay nah. Lohan played two characters in the Parent Trap. She didn't get paid more. Jesus, and she's still poor. That poor she's girl. Still, well, she got into drugs and other things. So. Disney. She's so dick for money though. Hey, there are very <laughs> few Disney stars that got out of it just fine. Well, God. Disney females. The guys usually get out. Of I it. I, per, I personally was on. Uh, I don't like. Jonah Hill for the Riddler. I think it's wrong. I thought because there one of the names that was tossed out there was was not even Riddler or Penguin was Mad Hatter. Right. I like him as Mad That's Hatter. That's kind of funny. And that way it's not that big of a role, but ten mil still doesn't warrant. Well, I, I hear that he wants to do less ro- comedy style roles. He wants to go more serious. Well, yeah, Moneyball, uh, War Dog. Well, War Dogs. He was still funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's Hell, still, he was still funny in Wolf of Wall Street. That's his other Academy nomination. Yeah, he still has that, his comedy relief, but like not centered on comedy. So that's why I think Mad Hatter, which is more eccentric, thing, wouldn't be something. But I like the uh, – it wasn't Hollywood Reporter. Damn, who was the other one? Variety. I think it was Variety. The, they're saying or speculating from like sources of sources and God knows what that Jonah Hill would play, let's say, the Riddler would be the main um, antagonist. Okay. And but it's like holiday themed or dated themed crimes. So Batman is actually going to Arkham and talking to Calendar Man, mm-hmm. thinking it's him, or like no, a Hannibal Lecter esque type of dynamic of help me ch- catch who this is. They're basing it off the long Halloween. Yes, yes, that uh-huh, that's what I was getting at. Interesting. Have you read that? Uh, I read the synopsis one time. Yeah, I didn't actually read it. You gonna read it? It's good. That good? That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the quintessential uh, bad books. That's one of those books I give people, and I go, when you're done, explain the ending to me. (laughs) And I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm just saying the book is so good, but the book has an ending that it's just like, what? I don't think that book in one movie, though. Well, first of all, they're not going to do that. It's Warner Brothers. They're not going to adopt the movie. Two and a half hours? It's not going to be adopted. Well, it like wouldn't that. be. It wouldn't be two and a half. I mean, and they could skip holidays. They don't have to do them all. They can flashback to it. Say, hey, look, this happened. This happened. This happened. Right. Start. It's already been three holiday themed crimes. That's how you know they're connected. But look at, look at that long list of cast already. It's a lot of money already. Who? In that in the Batman movie. Oh yeah, the Batman all movie. All the villains. They have a lot of villains. That's a lot of people. No, those. At this point, everything is speculation. Yeah, we don't have everything anything is concrete. Concrete. Well, Only one we know is Robert Pattinson's Batman correct, and Matt Reeves' correct. directing. Those are the only that. two things we fucking know. And that might change. Who knows? Right. Cassidy, though, we know who's... It's a lot of people already in it. We don't know who they're playing, but... Sorry, a lot oh, of yeah, the, the people who are attached to the movie. Right, right, we don't know what But, okay, so we haven't talked about it. I like the Jeffrey Wright as Gordon. Yeah, that's cool. That, that's, to me, it's great. I, I, that's I, I cool. That, that wasn't even a conversation. I'm okay with that. that. That's why we didn't talk about it, because yeah. it was perfect. It's yeah. great. No worries. Got no problems. I'm waiting for the internet to blow and be upset about it, though. I've never complained about casting. You know, right. I've never complained about casting. Never complained about casting? No. Not even for Heath Ledger? No, I complain about Heath Ledger. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people complain about Heath Ledger. But again, I'm also old enough. I complain about Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. What did you complain about George Clooney? At that point, there was no point in complaining. <laughs> George Clooney was Bruce Wayne. 
He was. <laughs> Come on. And, and he's the only – you got it. Here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not defending this movie, but really, George Clooney is the only one that could deliver the um, the back credit card. Oh, my God. You were to say it. Of course you did. So you're going to do the back I hate the back credit card scene. That scene is so terrible. Yeah, but you like everything else. You like the back skis and the skates. And I, lo- I love everything Arnold-based because it's Arnold. It's the best. Those are the best memes. Please. Please. <laughs> They're taking me to the cooler. <laughs> Yo, let Kevin do it. His his Arnold impersonation is my favorite. My favorite line from that is um, "What happened to the dinosaurs? No, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age." <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's my favorite. Very good. I'm all sing carols. All the hits yes, and- uh, it's so great. And he's just smoking a cigar, and it's not even lit. <laughs> you can't light it. So I know cool. it's so good. I love he's my- chewing on I it. Happy I love- slippers. I love the idea that. For some for some ungodly known reason, diamonds are the only thing that fuels his suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who thought of that? Yeah, to just make him a criminal and like go steal I diamonds. I know who thought of that. The boardroom of Warner Brothers. The nineties. Diamonds look like ice cubes. What does Mister Freeze mean? He, it's called ice. ice. No, 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 no. Ice isn't that slang for diamonds? diamonds? Right. Well, let's use that. That's exactly how that meeting went. Yeah. And they went and ate like an expensive lobster dinner. Yeah. <laughs> let's use some of the budget for this. I don't know, man. They had a lot of budget. Those suits look expensive Jeez. and immovable. Back then, yeah. That back cave looked expensive. It yeah. It, 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 it was more too. practical than effects. Yeah. So the last thing of the night. Speaking of bad movies. So the last thing of the night. <laughs> and I'm not the one that even saw it. Is um, I went and saw Rambo Last Blood. And uh, I know people on this I need pretext. Were you a fan of the Rambo franchise? I was a fan of First Blood and Rambo First Blood Part 2. Okay, so Rambo 3 Rambo. can go fuck itself. So he's a real Rambo fan. And 4? And, and I, I actually kind of like 4. Okay. That's the one where he like mows down a bunch of your calm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that big he does it in this movie too. Cool. Um, so what are they not to like versus 4? This movie is fucking horrible. Break it down for us, Justin. Mm. I know some people had enjoyed my, my review of... Um, uh, another life, my hate review of another life. Oh yeah, that was funny. Of you talking about that Netflix series, <laughs> how you hate watch that first season. So this movie's coming out. I had some friends who were big Rambo fans, and from the first trailer, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not. I like the title, and I actually like the trailer. And I was just, I just, Rambo Last Blood. I'm like, like, cool. And I saw the trailer. I'm like, and mind you, I've never seen a Rambo movie. And I was like, this catches my attention. I want to see in this. this movie. I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't. I don't see it. Like in 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 the last one in Rambo, I mean he was he's in Cambodia. He's he's a man all by himself. He's living with his demons, and then these people show up to help. They need his help finding their friends who've been kidnapped. And in the beginning of that movie, the, at the beginning of pretty much every Rambo movie, except for the first one, they really do a good job of making you hate the villain, so mm-hmm. that when basically he eviscerates them, you go yeah, instead of going Ugh. that's a perfect word for it. You know, so this movie is pretty much no different, except that this movie is all takes place in America and in um, Mexico. Um, John Rambo is returned home to his farm and you have no clue. There's there's these there's a young Spanish girl and her grandmother who in question marks live on this farm who live in this house, but you have no idea what his relation to them are. Oh, and it's, but it's not even explained. That's so fucking random. Why? It, 
Like <laughs> we, I was speculating, we were speculating after the movie was over what their relationship was. And we was like, well, my theory was that, you know, Rambo had come home. She, the, the girl, he had met this girl. She had a daughter. He kind of ingratiated himself and married the, 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 the mother. She died of cancer. And then she becomes like a surrogate father to the little girl. And this woman is the grandmother was the mother of the, the woman who um, died. And, you know, Spanish, they, they live together and everything like that. So thought that, no, we were way off. We were way off because he went on Jimmy Fallon and explained the relationship. Okay. The relationship was basically when Rambo returns home, his family's dead. That's his family's farm. His family has died. His parents have died. These people that are living there were the, 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 the ranch hands because it's a, it's a horse training farm yeah. were the ranch hands that lived on the farm and, and helped train the horses with the Rambo family. Oh my God. And when they died, they basically took over the farm. And when he came home, he basically, he kind of said, well, I'm going to ingratiate myself to this, these people so I can live here. George, so. you know what that means? They were Rambo maids. Mm-hmm. So not explained at all in the film. You're watching this movie going, I don't understand. She calls him Uncle John, and you're like, okay, why? On, on this farm, he's he's dug tunnels all underneath this farm. Why? No reason. Don't know. I guess because of all the Vietcong stuff in the past. You assume. Right? <laughs> Never explained. So there's a lot of assumptions to be made in this. Yes. That's frustrating. I don't know so, in well, this, in order to make assumptions, you need context. You need to watch the previous movies. Wait, how old is no. this movie? Holes? 167. And he's digging trenches on the spot. Exactly. So the girl, <laughs> the young girl decides she wants to go see her father, who she's never met. Her father's been found in Mexico by a friend that moved to Mexico. They're telling her, no, don't go, don't go, don't go. She goes anywhere. Of course. She goes down there. She meets her father. Father at first is like, oh, you were always really smart. And then, then she asks the question, why did you leave us? And she, he gets in her face and says, because I never wanted you, you little piece of shit. Basically like that. And scares right. her off. Her friend sells her up the fucking river and she gets kidnapped and put into a sex ring by a cartel. Naturally. Which Fuck. happens. Because happens in, that happens in Mexico. So at home... John finds out he has to go down to Mexico to find it. He takes a gun. He goes down there. He threatens the friend who used, you know, with a giant fucking knife. And then, uh, um, Rambo. Yeah. And then she, he gets, he, he goes to the father first, scares the father, but does nothing to him. And that's the last you see. It's like, okay, why was that even in the movie? And then he goes to the, the, the friend, finds the friend, gets scared into, to, um, Revealing who was the one that kidnapped her. It's a some weird playboy who's at this club all the time. Ambushes the guy at the at the club at this club because that's where the kidnapper was from. This club. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. They ambushes this guy at the club. First thing he does is he jams the butt of his giant knife into his collarbone. Right. So then he the takes. Butt. Yeah, which is which has got a blade. Yeah, and then he well. jams the knife knife end into his leg, and then he takes his hand. I swear to God, you see all of this. Takes his hand or thumb, digs it into the wound in his collarbone, pulls out the collarbone, and snaps it. Oh, that's brutal! I know I want to see this just for that. <laughs> and he's <laughs> so squeezing it, trying to get information out of him. Well, he, how yeah. is he not passing out from pain? I've been pain right now. 
Uh, my brother fractured his collarbone. That dude would sing like a bird. So <laughs> he gets told where to go. Go. All the cartels there. The ambush kicked the shit out. When he gets kicked, they kick the shit out of him. The two brothers that are running the cartel, they mark him. They cut his face, and they, they the one of them comes up to him and says, look, we were just going to turn this girl out. We were going to chain her, turn her out, and sell her. Now that you've come to visit us, we're going to fuck this girl up, okay? And then he, like I said, they mark her. Then they go to the girl, and they mark the girl, too. They cut her face up. Then there's a four-day montage of, Rambo healing on a couch because Paz Vega comes out of nowhere and saves him. Um, Rambo healing on a couch. The grandmother sitting on the porch rocking in, in, in a rocking chair, just like, what's happening? And then the, the girl being drugged and turned out numerous times. Jeez. Sounds like it was written by a man who really likes the 90s. It sounds like Dark Knight Rising. What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> what he was being... That's what it sounds like. So Rambo could Rambo convalesces, then gets help from Paz Vega, goes to a brothel. I don't know how she picked the right. I don't know how they picked the right one. There can't they, be that many there, you know. I guess goes. You'll love this. Goes with a hammer, and basically every guy he sees just bashes them all in the head. And tells all the, the prostitutes to get out. And they're all like, we're not leaving because they were all told in the beginning, if you leave, we will find you and we will kill you or we will fuck you up. So they're all like, we're good. So, but every, I mean, even the Johns, every every guy he sees, the first thing, Pink. bam, smashes him right in the fucking head. One Finds hit. the girl, starts taking the girl home. She dies halfway fucking home. So the whole point of everything is not important. Pretty much. So then he goes home, tells the grandmother, goes to live with you, go stay with your sister. There's nothing left for you here. Then basically turns the entire farm into a kill zone. Like Rambo Wade. So this right, movie turns into like, like a weird indie movie taken in the middle and then home alone? Yeah, yeah. That's a perfect example. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. You, but wait. I know you're shitting on it. I, I love this. I, I can't wait to see this. There's a little bit of Requiem for a Dream in there. She yeah. Out. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> circle back to this. Um, he then has to get the cartel to come to the kill zone. What do you mean get to? What? Shouldn't they be following him already? No. There's a scene in the movie where they go... Where they go to the brothel where he's basically killed everybody and kidnapped and brought the girl back. And they're like, you know, you never should have let the guy live. You should listen to me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, well, what are we going to do? And like, nothing. I don't give, give a shit about that guy anymore. He's gone. Fuck him. We're going to come continue on. They were done with him. That is cool. the smartest thing I've ever heard a villain do. For real. And it's like, hey, we got fucked. <laughs> let the guy go. Yeah. So he, he goes, he, like I said, he turns the entire farm into a kill zone. He goes back to Mexico. Where Rambo's waiting for them, like no, 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 no. He knows he's got to go. He's got to go back. Okay, he goes okay, back to Mexico. Well, I think Hanna, from that description, Justin, I really want a montage of him creating the kill zone. He does. Get there's, the fuck out of here. There's a whole montage, dude. <laughs> like, there's nothing bad about this movie. I'm so excited. There's a hole where he's going into the tunnels. He's digging. Yeah. He's digging holes where he's pouring like gasoline in the hole. That's fucking he's awesome. He's planting guns and knives and paint, shit all over. He's building like um. He's building like rebar. 
spikes and putting them in holes. Dude, those are my favorite parts of the John Wick movies is when he's just getting ready to go on a night killing. Okay. Oh, God, so, so, so he doesn't wait for them? Like, hey, they, they didn't figure out they have to come get me? No, no, he goes back. He goes back. Because I would have left out that. Him just like, no, oh, wait. Yeah. So he, he goes back to Mexico. goes back to the place where he got the, the shit kicked out of him. But this time he realizes where he made his mistake and he starts taking people out one at a time. Okay. The one, the one of the brothers who you hate at this point gets killed off screen. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, you, you see him go into the bedroom. Like he kills everybody. Like he goes to brutally kills everybody in this penthouse. Then he goes to the bedroom with one of these brothers who I'm sorry. This is the one of the two brothers. This is the one you hate more because yeah. of this movie. And then he walks into the bedroom. You hear the shower going and then cuts. And then the next thing you see is all the car, the rest of the cartel out front. It's daytime now, all with their gold guns, machine guns. And then the other brother shows up. The other brother shows up, and they're like, what happened? And he goes in, and oh, the, the dismembered body of the brother is fucking stapled to the wall with knives, missing his head, and then the one of the knives is in his heart with the picture of the, the girl. And then that, from there, it cuts to Rambo driving down the road, taking the head and dropping it up the window. <laughs> Onto the road. This is like a 90s cliche movie. <laughs> dude, I love this. Did um, this, this dude write it? Um, this is amazing, Joe. He was one of the writers. Yeah, it makes perfect sense that he wrote this. Um, So the, he gets them. And then they show how they get to America, how they go to one of the... the Coyotes? Yeah, no, no. They go to um, one of the, the warehouses on one side of the, the border, and they have the tunnel. It's Ooh, on cool. the other side. Dude, it's so show, cliche. Trump's half-built wall. And how he should be finishing this wall so these people <laughs> I don't know. Border Patrol comes by and so, gets off. They all show up at the fucking um, uh, Rancho de Rumbo. Pretty much. And he goes through and he brutally murders and I mean physically you see it all. Brutally murders every single one of these cool. sons of bitches. So he's right? So pretty much. So, like, he's got everything stashed. He's got people falling in holes on spikes. Yeah, and, he's right not even, and it's not even like, and it's not even like, okay, he's, 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 like, people are dying. They're, they're falling on spikes in ground. He's running up behind them as they're dead. And yeah, and he's shooting them. He's like, he's shooting them some more. Like, there's people who get stabbed in the face and stuff like that. They're, they're gone. And he's running up and shooting them in the chest, like, okay, just to make sure. Mozambique style. He's like, he's chopping people's legs off. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> Kevin's way too excited. He's doing all this stuff. So he gets to a point where he gets on the radio. He's killed almost everybody. And the only person that's left is the last brother. And he he tells him, he's like, I I let you live because there was a point where he could have killed him and he didn't. He's like, I let you live because I want you to know what it's like to have your heart ripped out. Like you did to me, like I'm going to do to you. And you're like, oh, nice metaphor. No, at the end of the movie, he shoots the guy with arrows, pins him to a wall, then walks up with a knife and cuts the fucker's heart out and rips it out. You know how hard that is? Ribs are really hard to break. Dude, fatality. Pretty much. No, it's Patty Moth from Indiana Jones. Fatality. So, like, that's the entire movie. Now, I didn't say I hated this movie. You didn't. You did say it was just a bad movie. It was just a bad movie. You're watching this going, I love this, and I'm telling you, it's an entertaining ride. It's just, it, it does not cohere into a movie at all. Yeah, they made it just for the action, not the storytelling. Cool. There are scenes in this movie where things are hitting people in the face and you see it like cut into 
like cut through like to the back of their head. Just it's cool. like a horror movie. It is. Thing. It's like watching Saw. Yeah, but it's Rambo uh, uh, initiating. Hey, justice. I'm about that. That's awesome. I mean, it's just Kevin. When are we watching this? I'm, I'm it's, down. It's worth a look. I will admit, if you like that, sh- if you like that stuff, it's worth a look. But I mean, oh my god, dude! By the end of that movie, we were just like. The fu- and then the worst part about this movie was at the end of the movie, when the movie's over, they start showing you scenes from the other movies. So you see, basically you see Rambo's journey, right? So you see scenes from First Blood, from First Blood Part 2, from Rambo 3, from John Rambo. And then you start seeing scenes from this movie where you're like, hey, remember when that happened five minutes ago? Like they show a montage of scenes from this movie. They show a montage of a montage. <laughs> That's so random. It's random, <laughs> dude. You can tell that people, the people who made this movie, were not in touch at all. Well, with, with this with minutes, dude. I don't get it. It's like they did edits and then forgot they did edits. I I will admit I watched the movie and I enjoyed myself because it was very brutal and it was fun. But like I said, it's not a movie. <laughs> Jesus. It's a bunch of scenes shoved together. It really, really is. There's things that happen in that movie that you 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 sit there and you go, why? <laughs> like, like him driving down the road with the head. Like how far did he drive with that head in the side of his car? Bleeding all over his, you know, how long his before? At what point did he decide, here's a good spot and toss and it out toss the window? It. You know? I want to put it on like a pike or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't understand why... why the one, like, they really, like I said, these movies do a really good job of making you hate the villains. Like, if you watch the last Rambo movie, the whole thing in the last Rambo movie is that the guy who's running the camp where the people are been kidnapped to seems to like to rape young boys. And they show you that shit. And they're making, they so make when, when it, he, yeah. yeah, when he comes up and he starts killing them, you're like, like yes. fuck that guy. You know? And this movie's trying to do the same thing with these two brothers. But the brother you hate more is killed off screen. Yeah, that's annoying. Like, I, I have two theories on that, real quick. Primary one, they filmed it, they edited it out because I don't know. Gay they stuff. wanted they wanted to put that head in. They wanted to put that scene where he tosses the head out the yeah, window. Yeah, but why not the other brother? Oh, but I mean, it, it could well, have no, been the other brother. He rips the fucker's heart out. Right. The, why not do that to the main one that you hate? Well, no, because they they established it early. Because the the brother that he cuts the head off, he's the one that says, "No, fuck him. We're done with him. I don't. I don't he's gone. We're he done." Was, you hate him more, but he wasn't the main bad guy. That's funny. So I mean, yeah, the could And the other one, out. and the other one, really wasn't all that scary. The most that guy did was he was the one that walked up to Rambo and said, "Look, we were just going to turn her out, but now we're going to fuck her up." You know, and they show scenes of like forcing heroin into her veins and her getting fucking Jesus killed. You know, Dude, this is definitely up. a bunch of you know baby boomers. But like, I, when she dies halfway through the movie, and you, it's kind of like the reason for the movie dies with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, when you said that, it didn't make any sense. It's like, like I could understand him bring her home and then being like, I'm going to fuck all these people up for what they did to you. But the fact that they took it a step further and killed her was just, it's, it's, it just was like, it didn't need to happen. It could have gone in a different direction. She could have died as he was, he was already, he was already pissed. Yeah. He was already pissed. He, you, and you just by killing her, all you've done is just, I don't know. Just lost the reason for it. Technically he should be grieving. (laughs) So it's not. It wasn't a hate watch review, but it was a, it was a review. If you if you're into that sort of thing, by all means, go watch it. But I'm telling you now, it's not a movie. I'm, I'm glad to see it, George. Does that, that, sounds, that sounds like such a mess. You got the 4K TV. You let me know. Yeah. 
So until next week, uh, I think we're going to be done now. Catch us on all social media. Catch us on all podcast listening platforms. Rogue Nation Pod. And uh, next week we'll have our preview of NCC and we'll NYCC, I guess I should say. And uh, Mike, a quick question. Who said Rogue out when I wasn't here? <laughs>